The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Goal! Oh, there we go. <laughs> finally, we are. We're finally. We're good. Yeah, let's. Late, late, late. You are always late. I mean, you're not wrong. That's. Fucker, stop! Oh, buddy, I can't wait to we talk about that. Jesus wait, Christ. Nick, did you uh, did did you put us accidentally as unlisted? Did I? I thought. How started... next uh... time you get a board that can handle the neutron style? <laughs> no. Wait, hold up. Oh wait, no, I no, I, no, I, no, no, we're, no good. we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. We're there. Oh, we're there. I couldn't see us in the live section. I was like, wait, what? Is it broken? No. No, it's fine. You know, just, this is a standard sunset disaster. We're fine, boys. We're fine. Uh, speaking of which, welcome back to Sunset City, a Sonic podcast for the classic and modern age. Or is it modern and classic age? It's in one of those orders. It's as messy anyway. as the franchise itself. It does, Don't worry it about it. It literally doesn't matter. I mean, I think classic should be first since it's classic. But the joke is, I mean, like modern age, but then you throw in classic as well. You know? What I mean? Yeah, yeah. But we got it. How is that? We got joke? it printed on on decals now. It's got to be in a in a set order, and I forget. What Eggs. Hey, how is 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 like a podcast for the modern age, like a saying or something? Uh, the modern no, age is it, a fuck. Just just a saying. How do you not know what that's a saying? Well, but why why is it hey. such a pun that you slide and classic in there? Because there's classic you... and modern Sonic. How do I know it's not this? a fucking pun? Modern Nick. and classic. Nobody, Nobody, said, it's not a pun. Nobody said it was a pun. What? You're acting like you're like it's, it's so clever. We say play. for the modern age, but then we slide and, and then, classic and, in there and, and then we and then and then depending on who the host is, they change if it's classic or modern first. Hey, Nick, and not a fucking yeah, running what, what, gag. That's just misremembering. I'd love to hey, hear you, Gilly, Nick, but the city keeps talking. What's up, Nick? Look at the back rooms. Oh God, what have you done? What have you done? He's starting already, <laughs> is no, what he's done. Did he really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Dude, oh, I, I can't had, wait to see that. I have a that. bottle for that. I'm that. Looking forward to. I have a bottle for that for every British guest I'm going to be coming across this no, year. No, but for real, he's called it Peepsy as well. Why the fuck do they yeah, not call it's it Peepsy? Peepsy. It's, it's Peepsy. That makes so it much sense. It should be called Peepsy. Maybe because it sounds like, maybe because it's yellow and it sounds like pee. No, but it, it's like the fucking, um, it's like the uh, Pringles it's Christmas slogan, you know, like... They're like, oh yeah, no. Pringles. Merry Pringles. Why not fucking Pringle all the way or something? You know, because like, they never come up with anything. It's never something Pringle clever. Bells. It's always something it's so, stupid. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah, Pringle like, bells, how... and then dress up the Pringle man like Santa. Exactly. Come on, Pringles. With how fucking, Step it up. With how fucking organized we are, should we just rename the entire podcast to Crisis City at this point? I should rename it to Pringle Bells. We're still less messy than that game. Wayne, who who's here? Uh, well, over <laughs> over on the left side of the table, we got uh, we got the guy who keeps eating all the Ethernet cables, Channel Pop. But what if podcast good? Uh, over on his side, we have Nicholas Apologist. Yeah, hello, hi, <laughs> Gil <laughs> Gilly the kid there's over a, here in the middle. There's a mouse in my house. There's. A <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, he uh, last night he I was putting dough away, and then at the corner of my eye, I saw something black moving around. So I like I was like taken aback. So I got startled. Gilly, and because I got startled, he got scared, and he ran. And my floor is like really slippery, like wood. And he tried to run so fast that he ate shit, and then <laughs> and then proceeded to run under the china cabinet. So I had to order 
humane traps from Amazon. That really sucks about mice. They're the cutest damn things, but like if, if they, they fester up, dude, like they can, man, they can do damage. Yeah, really I remember. I'm not, I'm not gonna kill him though. I yeah, I remember you. the one time the we. One. Yeah, get him out of there. Yeah, we we caught a mouse and uh, we caught a mouse once, but like we just drove him out somewhere into the middle of nowhere and just kind of let him loose. So you abandoned I'm, an animal. I'm thinking about. Saying. I'm thinking about keeping him. Yeah, thinking about keeping it. I kind of want to keep him. We get name off it up your butthole, Gilly. Name him Ashley. Be, it wouldn't be the first mouse that I had as a pet, but it would be the first mouse that I found. Call him Arby the Yass Hamster I, and stick where, him up there. Up little what? poop shoot. Wait, where did he at? I, I don't you, get where the Ashley mouse thing came from. Like, is that in the game? Is that a thing? Out. I don't know. No, I don't know. It's not. It's not in the game, but it's just a phenomenon that's taken over, and I'm here for it. All right, fair. I'm perfectly cheesed about it. Of course you are. You. Anyway, uh, we also have Cirrus Bartholomew Skeptic over here. Does anybody here else notice how Gilly looks like he's part of the couch meme right now for Sunset City? Oh, no. Oh, he always fucking does. He doesn't even have a microphone. <laughs> yeah, we didn't give him a microphone. I do not need. He does not need. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's okay, because like if we gave him a microphone, he would just complain about which brand it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's credence in whatever not, Gilly not, has to say about Mike's now. Like he's proven himself to me. <laughs> Fair enough. It's not. It's not the brands that I have a problem with. It's the. It's the models that people choose to purchase. He purchase. He, he does know a thing or two about audio equipment. So. Uh, he, he's a musician or something. This I, is. I think he's this literally helped first. most of us here get good equipment at some point. I, I yeah. think out of everyone on here, he's the only one I would recognize as an actual audio engineer. So, yep. hey yeah. guys, I just um, <laughs> I just put Tom topics in timeout. Isn't that funny? <laughs> no, stop it! Don't laugh. Don't give him the reaction, <laughs> Wayne. What are you doing? I like Go how on, continue. Claims... Your laughter sustains me. I like how Pup claims that Tom topics is the fascist, but he's the one suppressing Tom Topics' speech. There are some people whose speech was... needs to be suppressed. If Hitler's speech were suppressed, the world would have been a better place during the 1930s and, and 40s. There hey. goes the monetization. Thank you, Pup. Hey, everybody in the chat, are you excited to not have to hear Pup's entire room? <laughs> uh, I like how I like how just immediately Pup enacts Godwin's law. It didn't take very Before long. Before the. At all. Uh, it's for the best people couldn't hear my entire room. If they could, I'd be in jail. 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 Watchman. Watchman. Puppy pound. Oh, and I'm Wayne. <laughs> oh, yeah. So to, uh, to answer your question. Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> everybody. Yay. <laughs> to answer your question, um, the evil Delic, uh, Nick is hosting this episode. Because for some reason, uh, connectivity problems in his house when just on Wi-Fi and not wired in. Because uh, Nick is incompetent, right, Nick? You right. Nick, that's man. the problem. I'm the one on hardwired. To make sure Nick, we have a common stream. Nick, who's your ISP? Spectrum. Oh, that's that'd be that'd be why. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. nice that they named a Wi-Fi company after me. Yeah, all right, you know, Pup. We're okay. on the air, buddy. All right. Come on, bud. Sort it out. Sort it out! <laughs> I confess to my mental health foibles, and he just tells me to sort it out. Wonderful. Yeah. Jesus. Anyway.
Oh, anyway, Gents. we're just going to move right along yeah, from there. Yeah, we are. We sure are. Gents, we have a lot to discuss today. Uh, we've murdered we do. I like cops. Sonic. We've moved Ooh, Mario. Actually, and we've got packs. We've got a lot of stuff. I also had a... I also had a tiny, just fun little thing. It, it's not super important, but it would be kind of fun to bring up. Um, mm. uh, I guess there was a there was a disc recovered recently that was part of like a late alpha build of the original Sonic Adventure, uh, and it was used in a like uh, almost like a like a contest. I guess oh, there was yeah, like this Dreamcast this. truck. That was, yeah, 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 yeah. The tournament, the tournament disc. I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was recovered recently. Nothing super crazy about. It, it just drops you into Emerald Coast, and you're just, um, instead of, like, trying to exactly go the fastest, you're just trying to rack up a, a bunch of points. And there was a whole contest around it, and it was, like, um, uh, I think you won a bunch of, like, uh, you could either win, like, money, or there was a bunch of, like, uh, Sega Swag or, or something like that. Uh, just, just kind of a neat little thing. There's not much more to it than that, but I thought I'd bring it up. Neat. That is very neat. Yeah. Um, gentlemen, do we want to start... I mean, I, I figured all all of us have something to say in terms of stories with with packs and the East Coast trip, but I, not everyone's seen the Mario movie. Not everybody's uh, played Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, um, so I figured we could probably quickly go through those two topics and then maybe. Yeah, I got a I got a Buzz Lightyear at Rost for sixteen bucks. It was pretty awesome. His wings pop out. <laughs> Cool. Is it like one of the big ones, or uh, yeah, it, it's uh, one of the it's one of the modern Buzz Lightyear. Um, Papa, why don't you so... grow up? Why, why don't you grow up? So I, hope you, I hope you die. Um, but you, um, you put a little water all the time. Killing? What are you talking about? You why put you a, gro- a little water in his jetpack, and steam comes out of his ass, and uh, he talks. They're not and... toys; they're figurines. Is uh-huh. <laughs> well, in that case, this is an action figure. This is a collectible. They're adult. not Barbies, mom. They're re-zero. Actually, I don't think I have any legitimate toys in my background except for the Tommy Pickles dump truck with the shit uh, coming out of the diaper. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that the uh, that you got really you got really nice picture of Scoob. Yeah, <laughs> there's no toy. It's, it's video games, plushes, collectible things. Oh, I got I, toys I, uh, older, baby. I don't even care. No, you know what I you know what I do have? I have the two uh Sonic Boom collector's edition whatever things with the action figures in them. Oh, you mean the the DVDs? That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where they just couldn't get rid of the rest of the toys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got them too. Um So what you're saying is you're going uh, to give me them. Oh, I, I should uh, no. I should pop the dirty little secret of of some collecting here is like you go to the sad stores like Ross dressed for less or Burlington or anything like that. And they, they usually have like obscure bits of merch there that you can't find anywhere else. Like there's like, again, a buzz toys. Lightyear for yeah. 16 bucks. Like, yeah. Cause nobody bought those he, damn toys for that movie. He even talks in like the, he even talks in like a Chris Evans voice. That's awesome. I, I think it's just, I, that's, that's horrible. I, I liked that movie. <laughs> I loved that movie. I don't I, give a I, fuck. I thought Everything, it was, it was in your for kids. Whenever I ask they people, what's wrong with the movie? Woke. <laughs> oh my God. Whenever I ask people, what is wrong with the movie? They're like, oh, Zerg wasn't Buzz's father. I'm like, yeah, because that totally wasn't just a throwaway gag, you know? Like, I thought it was cute. Fucking I liked it. Stupid. I was happy You're with the, the movie. You people are the fucking reason why we're getting a Toy Story 5 when we don't fucking need one. Uh, the and franchise ended great I never, twice. I never saw 4. 
it was watch fun. four it's good dude it's dude good. four really four good. wrecked me it, it felt it felt very real and it was i think the most mature ending one of those movies has had okay. and i was, agree uh, like impressive. four four gets a lot of shit for like just the fact that you technically don't need it but i will admit it's like lightning in a bottle you got a good encore there but yeah. i don't see how they can do it again with five if they're gonna do a five i want them to stop the whole oh this is definitely the last one and just commit to like yeah there's gonna <laughs> is be this, it's like now. fucking land before time I, I don't yeah, I don't but, think force <laughs> needed to exist, but it hit you know the right what, chord with me. I guess I'll put it that way. You know what was really clever though is like how it's like oh if you still love these characters, you got things like Lightyear. They could have had like a Woody's Roundup show on Disney Plus or something. But no, Lightyear that's, that's fucking flopped. So no appeal. Lightyear too. It's not the appeal. It's boring. The fun is that these are toys brought to life, and that's you, cool. You know, no, no, you fuck know I, you. It's a different appeal. I, it's okay for things to fucking change. I do, I do need to say that there's something, something that drives me nuts about the Lightyear thing. Yeah. So you know, you know how the the whole argument was, yeah, well, Tim Allen wasn't the voice because this is supposed to be the character that the toy was based on, right? Mm. Why would he have a different voice? Because uh, the actual the actual Buzz Lightyear toy of the well, no, not Buzz, but Woody. All the Woody toys are voiced by Jim Hanks and not Tom Hanks. No, I so know probably that. No, probably, I know. No, so maybe Buzz probably. Lightyear's VA in that universe didn't come back for the fucking toys. Is I mean, they, they also they also decanonized the the like Buzz Lightyear TV series. So it's in like which the he was voiced by Patrick Warburton as well. Canon? By the way. Was that I uh, they, yeah yeah no like the uh, the pilot movie started <laughs> with the Toy Story characters like yeah but that's uh, not saying that I've not, I've not heard though. anybody actually give a shit about that stupid cartoon until well, that movie came out that's what I mean Buzz that's Lightyear what I mean Star though Man is that if we're show. pretending that canon is important at all we're all fooling ourselves it doesn't fucking I mean, matter it's <laughs> <a good laughs> thing is listen listen the and as Sonic fans we should understand that more than anyone I the guess the director of Lightyear straight up came out and said. That Buzz Lightyear Star Command is still canon. It's just, it was like a spin off TV series based on the Lightyear movie. Fair enough, you know? Like, fair enough. Patrick Warburton voiced just, Buzz in that. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. So it's not even the first time Buzz Lightyear had a different voice actor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's like, Why that's is every... it suddenly now a problem? Because you that, know? okay. That because that first of all, that was like every Disney cartoon. They always did shit like that. There was a fucking The Mask and Ace Ventura cartoons. <laughs> but Chris <laughs> Evans did an amazing job as Buzz. Do you ever see those? Evans, it was brilliant as vehicles. Every Jim Carrey vehicle had a cartoon around it. <laughs> did, you, did you see Ace Ventura and The Mask and The Mask there and was Ace Ventura? There, <laughs> there was a Beetlejuice cartoon. Yep. They tried to make cartoon was actually really good though. Like I'm not gonna lie, Beetlejuice cartoon. But it's like it wasn't Michael Keaton. Yeah. Still, it was still a good cartoon. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm talking about the Beetlejuice cartoon. Recasting for cheap merchandising, it happens. But yeah, uh, that's diff. That's different. With this, it's like they hired a fucking A-list actor. It was. N yeah, but he did really good though. I really liked Chris Evans' performance. I did too, actually. I thought he was really I, good. I, I thought he worked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it would have been better I hope, if we had. Chris I hope Pratt they make a sequel in Chris Pratt. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Pratt, Chris Pratt was like Chris Pratt as Woody in the Woody hey, Roundup show. You know what? Uh, while we're while we're on it, I will say, uh, just kind of moving into one of our actual topics today, I did not mind Chris Pratt as Mario. I, he, he was exactly what I expected him to be. He was uh, vanilla. He was safe. He was fine. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was cute the way they worked in. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to go into too much detail here, but it was cute that they worked in like the original voice in some ways. 
That, uh, that was that was clever. I'm glad they addressed it at least. That that was cute. I, how I love how um yeah yeah yeah. I I love uh, Charles Martinet's little cameos. He actually got a few more speaking roles that, or like spoken lines than I was expecting. I thought he was going to show up like once, but he actually plays like two characters in the movie, and one of them uh, isn't in the movie a lot, but is in the movie more than I was expecting. Um, what? Uh, what is everybody's we're, we're going to kind of blitz through this because unfortunately not everybody has gotten a chance to see the movie yet and we're not going to be spoiling any uh, major details about it but what was everybody's overall thoughts it was, we did like round table thing it was uh, it was a good time I, I felt good okay, so not round table it was it was fine I wish it could have been better in spots but for Mario it's what I wanted I I think the pacing was bad yep but um it, I liked it more than the Sonic movies. <laughs> and I'm going to give my thoughts. Um, no, sorry, go on, Gary. I, I think it was, I think so far it's the best video game movie. And I think it's, the, yeah, it's not an amazing piece of cinema, but it's like the best that movie could have possibly been, especially based on an IP that story is already nothing. Yeah. I'm um I'm gonna give my thoughts, but I'm gonna do it in Nick's cadences. So um I thought that the movie was just fine. I really enjoyed it when I sat down and watched it in the theater. <laughs> um, it was a good time at the movies, and bluntly, I thought it was the best movie ever. Uh, <laughs> He's slowly no, I, going back into British. <laughs> I never dropped the accent. I said cadence, but... um. Okay, no, I thought the movie uh, was about as good of a Mario movie as you could ask for. Um, and it's one of those things where it makes me kind of rethink what constitutes a good movie, because like it's one of those things where if this wasn't a beloved IP, I would say this has all of the hallmarks of a bad movie. Barely any story, no character development to speak of, but would I want anything else for a Mario movie? And I think it's just making me think... Sometimes it's okay to just purely celebrate an IP. The best comparison I can make to this is like you're fucking speed running through a Mario museum, basically, and that's what this movie is. Yeah. And it's cool for that, you know? Yo, meanwhile, Illuminations movies are usually, all right, let's come up with a story. And, well, it's animated, so I guess we'll make them animals or something. No, dude, like literally, <laughs> before the movie started, before the movie started, they had a trailer for Illumination's next film, Migration. And, like, all that you see in this trailer... Uh, you mean Duck is some... <laughs> Right, exactly. You, 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 just see, you just see these fucking ducks fly. But before that, they're like, from the studio who bought you such excellent films as Sing, The Secret Life of Pets, it, well, yeah, it was, it went, And it I went, was like, I'm not... Me, Despicable Me and others. Yeah. yeah Despicable yeah, Me and, I, and I all just, the ones turned, that weren't as good as Despicable <laughs> Me 1. Yep. I turned to Nick and I just said, well, that doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> 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 but that's the thing, is I think Illumination, the good thing about this, their, their ideas come across as quite unimaginative, generally, and you can boil it down to character designs as well. Look at the main protagonist of Sing. It's a koala in a suit. Look at... Fucking the main protagonist of Secret Life of Pets. How would you describe that? Dog. I, I that, that's all there is to it. Like rabbit. I don't. You know? I literally don't remember the rest of the movie. Exactly. Wait, so now they're in someone else's toy box, where things like character design and 
imagination are already done for them. So it's like, you do evade the problem of Illumination movies being super unimaginative. I mean, for fuck's sake, your mascot is a fucking yellow tic-tac with a face drawn on it. Yeah. I, 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 I'm glad... Sorry, go ahead. I'm go glad ahead. that, I, that uh, Jack Black, Jack Blacked. I, uh, okay, I really liked Jack Black as Bowser. <laughs> he Jack Blacked so hard. Yeah, I, that, that was my problem with the voice cast in general. It was just they celebrated the actors more than they did the characters. And I I think they all did a well, fun no, time. Okay, for Seth Rogen, the only thing really was... <laughs> <laughs> that was outside just, of that, it was... I, no, I, there's I, one I need, point. I need to stress, like, I liked all of them, but... And I know part of it's just because I've, I'm I'm familiar with all of their roles. I love Seth Rogen. I love Jack Black. Um, I, I you know even even fucking Fred whatever that cranky Kong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Jewish cranky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just like he started talking. I'm like, what are they trying to do? Is he trying to be original cranky Kong? Because like that voice makes sense for me for like just the standard thought, cranky is it, Kong. Is, Wait, wait is it not a spoiler that he's in the was so perfect though. No, it's not a spoiler. It's been but okay. I, it's in the trailers. I, I thought, thought, this entire movie's in the trailers. I thought yeah. he was gonna be like 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 hey, I'm Cranky Kong. You know what I mean? Yeah, like 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 like, a, like just an old guy. It wasn't. It wasn't an it was old guy. It was weird. He was a Jew it's, from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah he was. It's a, I, I thought it was one line um, in the movie was was perfect. Um I don't know if I want to say what it was. But it was just was like one, a, my perception of Cranky Kong from like Donkey Kong Country and and everything like that—that's the kind of like just an constantly annoyed old man that I was expecting. And like the first time you hear Cranky Kong speak, you don't even see him clearly at first. It's just that for first line, I, I thought it was spot on. Um, I liked Jack Black as Bowser, if only because like he had a lot of mannerisms with Jack Black, but I could tell he was doing a different performance than he does. Yeah, for, yeah, I could tell it's, they they. Uh, they manipulated I mean, his until... voice with a fucking computer to pitch it down. Oh yeah, yeah, so distracting. Yeah. Uh, Nick, they definitely didn't do that with Keegan Michael Key. Oh my god, it was so. I mean, like at least they. God, <laughs> I was, I was like, at least for Toad, like it was like he's disappearing in the role. I'm like, yeah, they definitely use computers for these characters to get them here. Like, just hire people to do the voices. No, I mean, pitch shifting's a normal thing that happens I, in everything. It's so, even it's like, so noticeable. I though. wish that uh, Toad was more screamy. Dude, that's, if all, anything, that's all of South Park. Oh no, Nick. that would have that would have driven it's... me insane. If we had gotten like traditional Toad Toad voice in this movie, I would have killed myself fifteen minutes. I would have given Get it a ten out of ten. If we had that, I would have given it a fucking ten out of ten. I, I I was fine with Toad's voice, and I, I was fine yeah. with the amount of Toad in there, which was less than I expected, which I, made me happy. But like the pitch shifting for Jack Black, like that—that's just my problem with the movie. Is just like, Dude, how does it not distract you in South Park though? Because South Park's—it's just parody. It's just they're there. For I their really hate purpose. those fucking Alvin and the Chipmunks and like, movies. I wish point, they like, hired real like, Chipmunks. Like twenty years later, <laughs> like it just works. No, I'm no, I'm just gonna like if we're gonna talk for a Sonic show, like I'm gonna compare it like, like Sonic to Mario here, right? Like I said this in a tweet a million years ago, where I was like, look. Regardless of how good either of these movies is, I don't think there's even this is before the movies. I don't think there's going to be any debate on which actor did a better job with the characters. And Ben Schwartz as Sonic, like they clearly hired Ben to be Sonic. They hired the best version of Sonic yeah. they could be. Yeah. This movie, they hired names, and I love those names. They are great actors, but 
I also know how good these actors are. I know Jack Black yeah. definitely had fun with it, and it's always infectious. That's why I love Jack Black. So that's why I'm fine with I, I think I think he was a good Bowser, especially you got all these characters. The, the thing, though, is that you hi they hired Ben Schwartz based on a character who had already been voiced since the early 2000s or 90s or whatever. Uh, so it, with, with Bowser and Mario, yeah, they technically had voices, but not really. Like, what's Bowser's voice? Well, he was never really a character that spoke except for the fucking 90s cartoon, which was... Or in Mario Sunshine. Sure, but like Ben Schwartz. Yeah, yeah, Mario. <laughs> but like they could have hired me. But Ben Schwartz and I mean, I mean Idris Elba is definitely still a, a name thing like there. But like for Ben, they still found their movie Sonic. Idris Elba. It still felt like we're just. I, we're, I know we're putting was... a CG suit on on Jack Black. You know, that's all I'm trying to say. Like I, I'm fine with I, it, but it's I like I don't think I don't think he was he was entirely Jack Black. I think oh. he was. Peaches, 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 yeah. peaches. No, peaches. I mean, as it, no, as it no, is, no, I do think that, that Nick, Jack Black. I was trying, has, I was trying I was, to not. I was trying to not do a spoiler. Yeah. I was going to say. I, I will Black. say that if we're talking about like, even if I liked him in the role, Seth Rogen was such a more like that was a much clearer example of just hiring a name and putting a CG yeah. like code over them. I Jack mean, Black, Matt. that really was a different, more growly. Uh, yeah. like performance that he would give for the like only, oh, well, I mean, the thing I was going to say is that Jack Nick, Black ultimately is was... <sighs> oh, sorry but I feel I feel like Jack <laughs> Black if he were just doing Jack Black which they could have done I feel like that's still an okay fit for Bowser anyways like if he's just playing Jack Black as Jack Black that would still work fine but I am happy that like they Bowser did go does, in the direction uh, Bowser does cock push-ups <laughs> you're doing cock push-ups is where you lay down on the ground you and you let your boner push you up off the ground. Um, no, I, I, okay. So, but what I was kind of what I was kind of saying was, um, yeah, like I think they did for the most part. Even if they picked them for namesake and let them kind of be a bit more themselves, and maybe the Sonic movie did with say Ben Schwartz. Anyways, they picked actors that do generally fit, with the exception of Chris Pratt as Mario. Uh, it's why, you know, I don't think anyone has a problem with Charlie Day just kind of doing his regular Charlie Day voice for Luigi. You know, I like not, it, I would not have chosen a different voice for Luigi. I thought that was it. Just fits, you know. Um, the the one the, the thing is. There are times when you can hear Jack Black's very unique enunciation of words come through, but it makes me happy every time it happens. Um, the other thing, though, I will say is um, Donkey Kong, right? Obviously, he does the Seth Rogen laugh. I didn't laugh the first time, but there's a point later in the movie where he's just off in the distance and you just hear <laughs> from the background. And I was like, oh, come on now. That's just that's fucking funny. Like... <laughs> I, I um, um the the thing with the the musical number I don't think I, I wasn't in the writers room I don't think that was part of the movie until Jack Black was the voice well that's what I'm getting at I feel and like that, I, but I don't that. but the thing is it's not it's not a matter of like it's not a matter of like this is just Jack Black I think I don't think that his character was entirely like I think Jack Black was doing his his own rendition of Bowser. I don't think he was just Jack Black. I mean, Obviously, uh, the musical number was included because if you're doing Jack Black Bowser, he's got to do that. It's right. Not 
I, I also wouldn't say it's terribly out of place. I remember other games no, like yeah. 3D World, for example, where we kind of see more of a musical theatric si- yeah. uh, side of Bowser. I was disappointed. I asked for one goddamn thing, and maybe it was in the score and I didn't notice it, but I'd be, I but I uh, I was listening for it the entire movie and I didn't hear it. Uh, Bowser, if Mario 3D World gave Bowser the best little like light motif ever, and it was oh, not anywhere yeah, in the movie, That's and I'm so shit. upset about it. That's good shit. They did. They did do like one theme at, like right at the very beginning of the movie, and that got a giggle out of me. Like every time I heard like music from the, uh, <clears throat> I know it's been hammered to death. Every time I heard music from from the games, but like redone in the form of a film score, it it, it just kind of um, it was. I liked it. It was cool. I, yeah. I, I it's almost like Jack we're so Lux. used to. But sorry, going. No, no go I was just. I it was just every. <laughs> So I was getting a real uh, the whole time I was getting a kick out of Jack Black because it's fucking Jack Black and it's in the in the context of a Mario movie. So when he starts, he's singing and I'm chuckling to myself and I look over to my girlfriend straight faced. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the um the thing I was gonna say is I think there's an appreciation for the score of this movie, not just for how good it was, but we're also used to composers who just listen to Green Hill Zone the once and decide yeah. to call it a day on the soundtrack. Oh, no. And I hate talking shit about Tom Holkenberg because he's an excellent fucking film composer. Brian Tyler, who scored this one, his track record's a lot of fucking mid, but he did really fucking good with this soundtrack here. Well, Chunky Col- XL, amazing. Fucking take some notes from this and I'm, you know, I'm pretty listen sure, to more game music. I'm pretty sure Koji Kondo also like had a uh, was also involved with the score. Mario, oh, I mean, possibly. Nintendo, and like, Nintendo had their hands. Deep in yeah. this, and I think that was. And I, I don't necessarily want to blame. I mean, Miyamoto, Miyamoto was because, listed first. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> necessarily want to uh, blame Junkie XL here either, because like it could be that the producers were just like, "Oh yeah, just include this song, and the rest is all yours." You know, like we don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but as it stands, like the Mario movie, like. Okay, so I'm going to get into a little bit of comparison territory here. I still prefer the Sonic movies, and I think they should go about doing what they're doing as they are. But the one thing where I think they should definitely take some notes from the Mario movie is the soundtrack. I, um, yeah. I do think that there's a uh, there's definitely a deeper discussion we can get into, and sorry if I'm taking over a little too much here, but just to kind of keep things moving along, uh, just to share my own like general thoughts, um, and then like maybe we can uh, kind of get deeper into it if we it's if we get around to spoiler cast. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Um, I really enjoyed the movie Sonic. If we're if we're just strictly talking like video game movies, I I did prefer Sonic Two over this, and. A lot of the concerns I had about Illumination being involved with the Mario movie were realized. Um, mostly in terms of like I was just praising the score. God oh, damn yeah. it! Get the fucking pop music out of there. It, it was, was ignoring every time. It was so obnoxious. Yeah, it, I think it never. Worked. I was okay with the Brooklyn. I was okay with Brooklyn. No sleep till Brooklyn. Yeah. I was okay oh, no, with that. Uh, I, I hated that. Oh, but <laughs> I, I also just don't like that song. But it's. I think. Uh, I I I'm just. Not- but uh, overall, <laughs> uh, overall, I did really enjoy it. Uh, there were some things that I wasn't crazy about. Um, and I liked the pacing towards the beginning of the movie. But yeah, the more I was thinking about it this morning, I was just like, hey, yeah, there were a couple st- times that that during it, I was like, what? There, yeah, I'm not intrinsically the, the against them, like using pop music in these movies. But like in the case of this movie, they've done so much faithful Mario music. 
And pop music has really never played a role in Mario, at least not from any of the Mario games I've played anyways. So, I mean, yeah, you've got I mean, things like Honey Loon Ridge and stuff from Super Mario Odyssey, but, like, even then, like, it's still kind of much more in form with Mario. This yeah. music doesn't feel on brand, so it took me out of the moment every to, fucking time. I feel, to one, give I them think... a... Sorry, I was just going to say, to give them the tiniest bit of credit, even though I didn't like it in there, I think most of it kind of felt like it was from the area Mario originated, uh, which I think was part of the mentality. But uh, it was still jarring every single time. There? What was it doing? I there? think eighties. I guess. <laughs> I think uh, the reason, one of the reasons, like one of the main reasons that I I, li- I liked this movie probably a lot more than even Sonic Two, is because the reasons that I, the things that I disliked about Sonic Two and the things I like more about Mario is exactly the things I was complaining about in the Sonic movie. This was a Mario movie, and it was just a Mario movie. Yep. It was Mario characters, and it was just the Mario universe. I, if I want to see a Sonic movie, I don't give a fuck about Tom the Cop. I don't give a fuck about Rachel. I know that these people are gonna. I Rachel is a great character. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't go to see Rachel too. I went to see Sonic the Hedgehog too. Fucking thank and, you. And I mean, you know, <laughs> you know that I've got a much more positive position on human characters in Sonic, but I draw the line at six minutes of no Sonic characters, which yeah. is the fucking it's racial just, thing. I'm fine is, with them the, it, until it really, they take over. The, the difference was that Sonic, the Sonic movies literally just seem like a, a buddy cop family movie and a lot of the elements are Sonic the Hedgehog. My problem, it never... Mario feels like a Mario movie. It never felt like the Mario movie was embarrassed about being a Mario movie. No, that was my problem yeah. with the Sonic movies. It's like, we have to wait till the sequel till we get proper Sonic stuff, and we can't even get the Floating Island. We can't get Angel Island. Like, that. that's insane to me. Like, why are we oh, having we a hard Labyrinth time? Zone, and that was fucking Let cool. Let me finish my fucking point. My point is, <laughs> it feels like the Sonic movies have to find excuses to bring Sonic elements in, and that is insane to me. That's nuts. Yeah. They did a much better job with the sequel. 1000%. I have a great time with that movie, but Mario was a Mario movie through and through. I, I, not, felt, not, I felt like I was more in the Mario universe watching that movie than yeah, I was watching the Sonic movie. 100%. I mean, you're definitely in the Mario universe, no two fucking ways about it. Like, Sonic, especially the first one, was we're pulling this fictional character into our world. They went with that because it was kind of yeah, a safe, marketable space option. Jam. Something you've got to kind of take into account is, like, at the time Sonic 1 came out, there was a great deal of discussion over what is and isn't marketable. And by Sonic 2, I think they'd established that it's like, yeah, people like it when these Sonic elements come in. Maybe they're more marketable to casuals than we thought. Mario has just gone in with all the knowledge in the world that everybody fucking knows these characters. At the same time, I would say, like, if you're not massively into Mario, I don't think the Mario movie is really going to do anything for anyone. because it doesn't really have the things that a gen pop sort of movie goer would look for. Like, I think it's why, even though I think, you know, you should ultimately review a thing on its own terms. I think it is why the critic reviews are as low as they are is because ultimately, while it's a satisfying Mario experience, it does not really have any kind of narrative makeup that would constitute by any conventional standard a good film. I'd call it a good film because... It does everything it promises, and it satisfies. Like, that's why I would call it a good film. It's a good film for the people that the film was made for. 
Yeah, it's made for yeah. fans, but generally, and typically, and this is and children. That's this is what surprised me is that even though yes, it is a family film, everything in there is geared up towards fans that recognize these elements. You know, like because that is what this movie is. It's a string of references tied together by a very simple plot. What they, I and appreciate, they did, they did throw with, in some like adult humor too. Yeah, what I appreciate, yeah, they, we won't spoil it here. Yeah, but yeah they yeah. They're very subtle stuff. <laughs> I I will say the uh, the Luma the Luma got irritating. Uh, the Luma the Luma overstayed. Oh yeah, uh, that's... the Luma. It was it was it was the goats from Thor four all over again, where it had its moments, but the more they kept doing it, yeah, the more yeah. I was like, shut the fuck I up. Agree. That's almost that's like a trope. that's almost like an illumination well, at this point. Like the, I, oh, I guarantee I you. I guarantee you that Loom is going to get its own spin-off movie because this is an Illumination <laughs> this is project. It's going to be called Loomers. <laughs> the thing, <laughs> literally, Loomers Rise of Mario. It's just Illuma, Illumination. Oh, <laughs> it's coming. But um, I tell you what, Shoot me. Uh, as far as Illumination is concerned, I think they're yet to demonstrate to me that they give a shit about making a quality film, but at the same time, they have at least shown love to this project, and I cannot fault it on that. Yeah. Like, again, like, while I am putting criticisms towards this, I still really like this movie, um, and I would dare say it's a good movie. It, it does what it needs to do for the audience that it's definitely intended for, and it is pretty ballsy to see a film that is made Strictly for fans, and I know that there's the family Dude. audience too. But again, it's nothing but references, you know? I think, and I, I know that a lot of people disagree with me on this. I know you disagree with me, Nick. I know you will disagree with me, Gilly. I, I still prefer the Sonic method of this is a homegrown version of this character. It's an adaptation. I don't and, like that. And, and what prefer, we've done is... I'm a fan we of the character. I'm not a fan we, of... Well, I, hold, on, new. hold on. Hold I on. Prefer, I prefer... I, Hey, yeah, I want to. I want to spin off Hang that pup, but I, I want to let you finish. <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. Sorry, um, I I don't feel like uh, the Sonic movies outright hold off on these things like references. I just think they're a lot more subtle and a lot more baked into the world. It's like you've got the Mean Bean Cafe, you've got Green Hills as a locale, and no, it doesn't look like the one from the games, but. It's in there. I've always liked things like how they've appropriated real-world locations and turned them into Sonic-y ones. For example, um, the ice cap and stuff like that. Like, those environments are all in there, so that's what sells me on Sonic. I like the creativity behind we've worked with making a Sonic in the real world. Now, I don't think that necessarily works for Mario, though, however. I'm just saying I prefer the Sonic way of going about things where a lot more thought has gone into how can we make this a good movie for both Sonic fans and people who aren't fans of Sonic. It's got, I guess you could say, a bit more compromise in there. And if you would rather just have a purely Sonic experience, I don't blame you in the slightest. I think, you know, what Mario's done works perfectly for Mario. What Sonic's done works really well for Sonic. I'll tell you what, though. While I would be game for a fully animated Sonic movie... I wouldn't want it handled by Illumination. I would not want it to have the writing standard of the Mario movie because I don't think Mar uh, Sonic, rather, can survive on just references alone. Like I'm not saying Sonic no, is the seventh I steel, but I would expect a little more, you know, substance from a Sonic so than a Mario. I, th I think that if they made a movie, like, it doesn't have to be Illumination. It can be, you know, another studio that can animate it. Um I would rather, and you you can defend Rachel all you want. I think the more fun experience would be 
an entirely like a movie that is entirely Sonic's universe the way it was entirely Mario's universe. I can I mean I would say I am absolutely game for them to do like Sonic 3, the ending, you know, he's like, I'm going to go off and become a space adventurer. And then in Sonic 4, he's going entirely around other planets. You like, want a fully animated wanna... Eggman? You you take uh, from Archie and do Robo Robotnik, have him I... die and get a robotic form. Then you can have fully animated movies, but I want them to stick with so movie Sonic because Sonic's I world... think... I think Movie Sonic is a huge improvement over the fucking Gary stew that we've got in the games. However, Mars Animation Planet, if you ever just want to make a 90-minute version of the Sonic Unleashed opening cutscene, go right the fuck ahead, you know? Sonic's, I, Sonic's universe is just, like, as recognizable and iconic as Mario's. Yep. And, and I, if I'm, like, I want to be... If I'm going to see, a th I'm like, oh, it was a Sonic movie. I want to see a Sonic movie. I want to be immersed in Sonic's universe. I don't want a what if story about if Sonic was my fucking neighbor. Yup. <laughs> I, I, my, my only feelings about it are, um, I prefer Sonic 2. I do not prefer Sonic oh, 1 yeah, over 100%. the Mario movie. And, uh, I, Sonic 2 has more Sonic elements in it. And uh, that's the thing, though, is that, like, I think the the reason that works for me is that it's, um, I prefer the way that it does a lot of its Sonic stuff in Sonic 2 versus, like, Mario felt, uh, almost too balanced, where it was just like, I, I had a smile on my face throughout most of it, but there was never a, there was never a wow. There was never a, oh shit, like this. There was never the excitement that I got from some of the bigger moments in Sonic 2 where it just felt like, uh, and, and maybe a part of it is just because the stories have always meant a little bit more in Sonic than they have in Mario. And so when I'm seeing those things uh, portrayed, not only is it done in a slightly different way, but it, it also feels like there's character development and character growth rather than just Mario having character moments where you I feel, feel a little like, more rewarded uh, for engaging with it. I feel and, like and with I, Sonic when it comes to fan service. And, and I think that saying that Mario characters have always been simple is a bit of a cop out. And I think that there was room here to do something really special with them and they just simply didn't do it. So I'm going to say this. Also, pop. Sorry, go ahead. Pop in go your ahead. in your like if for example in your video where you talked about uh Peach being girl boss. Yeah. I was that's something that I was concerned about because I didn't uh, they've do girl boss so much now that I that didn't want that the, the anti tropes be, become the trope. But yeah, but the thing is though, the first time that like that's what you would think of, right? Like, oh of course they're making Peach Girl Boss look she's on a motorcycle. Uh when she first did, you know, the first thing that she does, like, that's impressive. Go on. Like, without saying what it is, because I don't want to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, 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 that, the that thing scene. That, yeah. The thing that I thought wasn't, wasn't, oh, okay, here we go. Here's Girl Boss Peach. I thought, oh, this makes sense, Mario 2. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the thing I'm going to say right now as well is I can barely remember a fucking thing from the Mario movie at the moment. <laughs> Like that's it's not, I mean, it's that's not a terribly memorable movie. I thought like it that's was the thing though is when your movie. It, I think it is. Yeah, when your movie, that was a fun when your movie, movie is just it was when your fun, movie is it's just also nothing like, but when it's nothing but references. You're not going to remember it because what people remember typically, and I'm not saying this for everyone. I'm not saying this for everyone. It's not just references. It's not just references. It's not. There's a story. There's more story than the in the Mario games. 
Well, yeah, the the stories, you know, Bowser's taken over, Mario's got to stop him. Big fucking No, that's, that's not. No, it's that's the that's I that's I would say games. that's selling. I would say that's selling the Mario movie a little bit short. Well, yeah, cuz I'm trying not to way, spoil some shit. Like Well, well, right, but then you're you're kind of leaving that part out of your yeah. critique a little bit too. I do think that the the beginning of the Mario movie did legitimately that was my favorite part of the movie. To I be agree. Honest. Yeah, I agree completely. <laughs> the I beginning was, like, was the I best part. It was it was so well done, and I really enjoyed just seeing like uh, seeing again characters and not just characters. I liked. Moments. I liked. Uh, what's it called? When we talked about uh, Nick, we talked about the the um, Jewish Kongs. Yeah. yeah. Um, I liked the whole. I liked the whole reasoning for that. Those scenes. I had a. It, I, like I it reminded me of like Game of Thrones. Like my my biggest problem with Mario. <laughs> was um they gave me a lot of things that i wanted them to dig deeper into and i think that's very telling like and this is something like like my biggest critique was like oh i feel like maybe there's a bit too much of the celebrity in these characters but like at the same time i had a good time with all of the characters and you know for a first time out i think they did a, a damn good job i think the difference here like there's definitely things the mario franchise could learn from sonic and sonic can learn from mario i'm not saying that one is vastly superior over the other, but I'm definitely going to say this is the difference between when the IP holder has all of the control versus when they have none of the control. Because everyone's I, like trying to get defensive about Mario or Sonic Movie One. I'd love to see that conversation if they kept that original design. I would to be love fair, to see do, that. Do you want? Do you want to yeah. see Sega full charge of a Sonic movie? But that's <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, but that's a problem though, right? Like, let's look at Nintendo and how they treat Mario versus how Sega treats Sonic. And, like, we can't even decide whether or not the IP holder has say over their own fucking character. That's, that's insane. That's crazy to me. Like, I, I, I did want to, I did want to say, though, because this, this did, this did just kind of pop into my brain, but it, it feels a little weird. Like, the, uh, you know, Mario games have never had story. There's an entire line of RPGs for that franchise that are yeah, taking material. Yeah, yeah, but it's not about yeah, I think so, um, a movie spin, needs to be judged. Off. They're spin-offs. They're, they're and spin-offs, but they're derived from elements introduced in the entire rest of the of the game. So what yeah, I'm saying is that the, there is a precedent for taking that material. Also a movie needs yeah, to be but you, also, out you also need to realize that that stuff doesn't they like the Miyamoto had direct involvement with this, and he's literally a movie needs one to of the be biggest, judged differently to a video game. He's okay? one of the biggest uh, reasons that in in the new Paper Mario games, the characters are just Bob Omb. Barely, well, barely well, there. All I'm all I'm saying. All I'm saying is that uh, there there have been it's it's a kind of lazy rebuttal to the criticism that was just like there wasn't anything done with the because the the narrative is very simple to the point where it's a little boring. Well, and I'm, ta- I'm talking about the core. This is based on the core Mario series. There wasn't any Paper Mario references. No, but the, well, the point no, I'm no, saying not, then is not like what that's, I mean. that's not what point. I mean. I just another mean point in favor that of adaptation. Pop, shut it? up, like, Wayne. <laughs> No, I think I think Papa's kind of I think Papa's kind of like hitting on what I was talking about here. Yes, but is I that, can't hear you. <laughs> I, what I just mean is I don't want it to be adapting the stories of the Mario RPGs. What I mean is that you can take the material and make a story out of it. So to to just kind of brush it off, being like, oh well, the core games have never been about story. I'm just saying this isn't a core game either. This is a this is a movie which is based around narrative, and, and we have seen. No, I know, I know, but I think they needed yeah. to establish something first. This is the f- at the end of the day, like- though, being faithful should not necessarily come to the detriment of the story. And again, I'm not saying that makes this a bad movie or anything, yeah. but I do. Th- 
it is a perfectly valid criticism to say the story was weak and the rebuttal of Mario games were never about story. In that case, don't make a fucking film of it. You know, it would be like it would be like if I went to see a fucking movie based on Spider-Man One More Day and said, God, that was bad, isn't it? And people are like, yeah, but it's supposed to be bad. It's based on Spider-Man One More Day. It doesn't change the fact it's fucking bad. You know, I mean, yeah, like, and I'm not saying bad. My, I'm not my, saying Mario was bad, but I'm my, making my, the same associative they're, they're thought clear. train. You can't just defend things with oh, but the source material. It's based on the source material. They're establishing the source that they are making the first movie. Clearly, they're setting up for a sequel. The first movie. That's, we're not again, that's about, a terrible rebuttal. Yeah, and you know what? And you know what? I just, I just want the, the fucking movie example, to be a good movie. You know? The like, other example you have of uh, uh, an original story is the fucking Mario movie from the nineties, which I, sucks a big bag of dick. You know what's weird? I, though? I will. You know what's weird though? This is that same movie <laughs> to a lot of degrees. <laughs> it is. It is a lot of the I same. I mean, like movie. they start off in Brooklyn. Like I was look whatever else. I wish Sonic had the courage of this fucking movie because like. So much of like, like, like it was like just a decade ago. Like, Gil, you probably know better than I do. Like, they were so adamant about saying, like, no, he's not a plumber. Like, what are you fucking yes. talking yeah. about? You're out of your mind. Like, they brought back Brooklyn. They brought back all of the American lore and put it front and center. And that was amazing. It's my, it's my favorite I, it's part the of the best movie. Part of the movie, man. <laughs> I will say that, like, so I, I, I haven't. I'm the I'm the Sorry. only one who hasn't seen the what? How you doing? I mean, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really contribute much to the conversation. I mean, I don't... But but since the conversation did float into the Paper Mario area, I will say it... it without seeing the movie, it does make sense to have just a, a giant establishing foundation because yes. if, you, if you remember from the first Paper Mario game, that game, is, that game assumes that you know the Mario shtick Yes, and it plays on the idea that you know the Mario shtick because it goes, "Hey, the first fight's going to be with Bowser." Hey, Mario literally falling out of the castle and dying, and the status quo being broken because Bowser wins is the story of the game. Congratulations, welcome to Paper Mario. You have to already be, and you have to already be in Mario's lore as much of it as there is. To understand why that's even a big deal in the first place, whereas with a movie, yes. they're not going to make the same assumptions about their audience because that's just not what Hollywood does. They don't go like, "Have you read the books for Dune?" Okay, here's the Dune movie. We hope you've read the fucking book. That that okay. is fair. Mar that Sonic is fair. One, Sonic One was just as much prototypical Sonic One movie as as Mario One is. And and hey, maybe maybe uh, because like I was saying, I do prefer like. Uh, the way Sonic 2 handled Sonic more than the first movie. Hey, maybe the next Mario movie can really just kind of uh, answer well, yeah, a lot of my, they, my issues. That's with what I mean, because they can't they can't tell the same story again. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, not gonna, they're, so they're gonna keep we, going. the thing I'm wondering is like, for one, Mario 2. OK, um, you kind of did everything in one as far as surface level reference goes. No, so no. what are they going to do to drum up the same? Like those same tricks are no, not going to work didn't. twice. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Those, no, they pop, didn't. Those, pop, pop. Anything anyone gives a shit about is what pop. I'm saying. You've played like three Mario games. Shut up. Okay, I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Cock big. You're a well, big Mario well, game. Well, what well, I'm saying I think... is I don't think the same tricks are going to work a second time for a Mario Why two. do you say the other, about Sonic? The other thing. <laughs> the other thing. Ooh, snow! The other thing. 
is wow, that... Egg Robo! Wow! <laughs> well, the other thing if... is that yeah. Illumination sequels are fucking terrible because yeah. they have nothing to prove. If this first Mario movie is a success, here's the thing. Making a Mario movie gave Illumination something to prove, so they did a really nice job on it. But we've seen when Illumination have nothing to prove anymore, and this they know they can make the money. This is Nintendo. It is Illumination. This is a Nintendo movie no, made by Illumination. Is, make, yeah, it's, no it's a collaboration between the two. Oh, but no. Illumination's identity yeah, is all over the fucking thing. Just, well, you think Miyamoto's just going to go all over hands off on this one? I, make an illusion. See, uh, I, Illumination. Well, no, Nintendo insane. don't have the same thing to prove. All I'm saying is. This Mario movie had a lot to prove, so it's no wonder it came out as strong as it did. I don't trust a lot of animated sequels, and I certainly don't trust an animated sequel that is helmed, even if in part, by Illumination. Now, for Nintendo, this would be their first Why would that sequel. Matter? Okay, it's, I, not like, it's, not, it's not like they can't animate. Because again, like again, I'm only speculating. I'm only speculating at the end of the day, and I'm fully aware of that. But I, I do not trust. A sequel to this i'll believe it when i see it if it comes out good but um i you know the other thing is they did a smart thing with mario as the main character in this they made him kind of the audience surrogate it's his origins so he's entering this and thinks it's all as wild and wacky as the audience does you've now lost that now that he's familiar with all of this so in the second one what can you really do? The, the only thing I Pop, could say is because Luigi, because Luigi did Pop, fuck all in this movie. Luigi's Mansion. Pop, Maybe Pop, you could. Pop, for the love of God, you're you were just complaining about how it was too like safe Mario story. They just got to tell a story. I didn't. So fucking, like what? Oh, hold on. I I would say if we, we why did, would it we be did... bad? You you just you just said all the reasons why this wasn't as good as it could be because it was too based. No, you Mario. are. I feel like you are deliberately misinterpreting me here. Um, what the basic thing I'm saying is like yes, that's a critique I have, but I would still argue that this film absolutely works. I just don't think if they do kind of. But if they never lot... did the things, the, the things that you're complaining about is that they never did it then why wouldn't that just work in a sequel? You're saying, how would they do a sequel? Why would the sequel be good? The sequel could be good because they could do all the things that you felt like you wanted in the first movie. I mean, yeah, they could, but I just don't know if they will. I, think, I mean, I, I, could, they, I could just... They have I, to... I could just say, like, so one of the... One of the... We, the Paper Mario and just the Mario RPGs in general were brought up as, like, examples of how you can have different stories in the Mario universe and still tell them well. One of the things that those games have done really, really well with, and anybody who's played RPG, Paper Mario, uh, Mario and Luigi, they can agree, letting the games do more things with Bowser besides Bowser as villain. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's an e very, very easy... So Paper Mario. Yeah, just like bring, <laughs> bring. Uh, that's. I mean, I said Paper Mario, Mario Luigi, and Mario RPG. Like yeah. all of them, all of them do. Bowser is bad, but Bowser is not the biggest bad of the story. Like all of them do that. Um, Imagine if a big sword just comes out of the sky and just lands in. The, the, Smith, the Smithy Gang is the the enemies of the second Mario <laughs> no, movie. People, and they'll, dude, I'll take it. I want them, dude. To, I, I would to... fucking. They could go full Super Sentai with the Axum Rangers. I want them to they do. Could. I want them to do a bunch of refer references from the RPGs and still leave Gino out. 
I oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. Uh, <laughs> I I did want to say pup pup did mention. Uh, we are running. Uh, we have been talking about this for like an hour. <laughs> I, I figured this would be our mo our most popular subject. Like it's on everybody's mind right now. You know. It is, it is. Um, but uh, maybe, maybe once, uh, once everybody's gotten a chance to see it, we can have a more in-depth, like, big I, old spoiler cast. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, look, I, I will say though, um, and I do say this in my own review, which I'll hopefully have up tomorrow or sometime. I was just like, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm, I'm sick and tired of people talking about like the video game movie curse. So, like, we're we're well beyond it's that dead. point. It's, it's been dead for a while. I mean, like, I mean, like, at this point, it's like we moved like, oh, movies are like a secondary thing compared to like the masterful shows we've gotten that are cinematic quality, you know, like, like, oh, yeah, peak of the peak kind of shit. Oh, well, yeah, like Sonic Prime. Like, that's been as far back as Castlevania. Yeah. Like, holy shit, that show. I, I don't think yeah. either the <laughs> Sonic uh, or Sonic 2 or Mario has everything completely perfect. But I will say, though, like, as, as a kid in the 90s who was desperate for like, like a good Sonic movie and fucking Mar man, that Mario movie pissed me off. Something fierce as a little baby boy. <laughs> There's no I, Mario elements. I, I was just I what I left that. Yes, there as is. A child. They've got reptiles. They got mushrooms. They got cars. They got Mario and Luigi and Daisy. It's my, plenty of Mario movies. My no, uh, my my final thoughts on the Mario movie, despite any issues that I have with it, and I don't usually like making this excuse, but sometimes I do have to take a step back. When I was walking up to the theater, I saw a dad talking to his daughter about um, what it was like playing through the game and being like, oh, yeah, and Toad would be like, your princess is in another castle. And it just put a smile on my face. And I was just like, that's this, that's what this was about. This is exactly that. Like, that, like here's the thing. And, like, people are, like, trying to put, put like, oh, it's made for Mario fans. Does anybody have any idea how many Mario fans are out there? Like there this are, is made for, like, for this every is, generation of Mario like, fans. Nintendo's, yeah. Nintendo can swing that dick around because it's like, no, we don't need to make it for anybody else. This was exactly what they intended it to be. Dude, we had everything from Cat Mario to Kid Icarus. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, awesome. like something, <laughs> something I was kind of going to say is I think this movie absolutely speaks to the power of Mario in that... Um, Obviously, it is something that is geared up with a lot in there for fans. I would still go as far as to say the movie is ultimately made for fans. It's also made for kids, too. Obviously, I get that. But it yeah. does feel like it is made 100% with the fans in mind. It feels like it's made by fans. Um, now, what I'm going to say here is kind of I think that works for Mario. I think that speaks to the power of Mario because... Anyone that is familiar with Mario, which is basically everyone in the entire fucking world, is going to understand the references that are on display here. Like, I've only played a handful of Mario games. It's more than fucking three, you assholes. But I okay, have cool. played... You just played it's the original more than Super Mario Brothers how many, how, many, how many did, wait, days ago. How many, how many did you actually finish? I mean, I didn't finish a lot because I'm an adult and I right. I, I have other things to do. Right. But, yeah, no, um, you just got to sit in a hotel room and play fucking Sonic Frontiers during a yeah, because Sonic trip. Frontiers is to another country. Fun, you go to right? another country. You go to another country to play fucking Sonic Frontiers. Good job. They had the DLC come out. What the fuck do you want from me? We weren't doing anything. I I, I, I was around plenty. But um, explore Boston. And, I did explore fucking Boston. You're like, I'm exploring Kronos Island. <laughs> Look, bitch. I came to fucking Fogo, right? <laughs> you, you, you did come. Sorry. Sorry. Was... Oh. 
And it was the worst FOGO ever. It was ever. the worst FOGO experience we've had. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll talk about Talk's that later. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, before you fucking act like an asshole, what I was going to say is yeah. you don't have to play a lot of Mario games to get the references here because Mario is so deeply ingrained in pop culture that you're going to yeah. get it regardless you're gonna there's you know? a lot you're not gonna get though if you're not like if you haven't regardless of story if you haven't played through most of them there's probably a lot of shit you'll miss but even then if catch. you if you're not necessarily familiar with it it still speaks quite well to the world building i feel like <laughs> if you were to take someone who's never fucking played a mario game in their entire life has no fucking idea who mario is i don't think that person exists but if no, you were to but... take that person and sit them down in front of this movie i think they'd come away saying wow what a creative little world what a visually inventive little thing this is and i think that just speaks to the power of mario it's why i'm saying even if this doesn't have the things that would typically constitute a compelling narrative or good characters or anything like that, it's a movie that absolutely speaks to the power of its IP. And I think there is room for that in cinema. I don't think it's the kind of film that should fucking take over because IP masturbation is fucking rampant in Hollywood, but there's a place for this kind of movie, and I think the Mario movie is a very good example of what that could be. Yeah, I just mean that there's, like, if there's stuff that you haven't, if, if a lot of it you haven't played, there's a lot of stuff that you might not pick up on or, or miss. Like, literally what I said earlier about the, the whole girl boss thing. Like, the thing that you got from that, I got something different from that, because from my perspective, Peach has been a playable character for so long that... Oh, yeah, I literally never I at any point said that she shouldn't be physically capable. Just let her no, bake no, a I cake know. or I'm something. Just, no, 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 I'm just saying I got a different vibe from it only because there's been so many... Like, I preferred to play... Everybody usually preferred to play as Peach or Luigi in fucking Mario 2 because they were OP. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. She's playable in that game. She's playable in, in uh, 3D World. Super Paper there's Mario. Super, super, super she's also... Peach. Yeah. Way easier to platform with a Super Mario. I, 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 I'm referring I, I, I do not also so much to what she does, but like just the very personality, I guess, doesn't feel very I, in line with Peach, and it feels I, more I, like a stereotype. I, I would say that it does. Feel, I don't think it's changed I, as much. I think I was, it's similar to Mario. Let, let Wayne speak. Sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say, like, I was initially worried that it was just gonna feel like Daisy, but like in a uh, yeah. in a Princess Peach outfit. Yeah. That's not really what I got from the movie, but it does still kind of leave me feeling a little bit like what are you gonna do with daisy if you bring her in like maybe crank her her personality up a little but also on on pup's thing uh, like hey peach could be a badass but yeah let her be a little girly too like that was kind of part of her thing let her uh I, I, during during one scene in particular when she does her little dress floaty thing that was perfect uh because it capped off everything with like that side of peach that yeah. we, we kind of know yeah it's I'm just like, I feel like a lot of media is afraid to let capable women characters also be a little girly. And yeah, it's a criticism um, that's been leveled against the I more modern I depictions do, I do of see, Amy Rose. I, I do think and I, like. I'm starting to feel like it's just getting predictable now. You know, it's like you've got, you know, the adaptation of the popular IP, but they took the girl character and removed any potentially girly interests and stuff like that made her completely shy away from those more girly traits and stuff. She I'm not saying a, she, she can't has be a fucking... heart in her hair. 
Yeah, yeah so she's, she's not devoid of it. She's not devoid of it. Like I, it then, I, you know? <laughs> I, I want to say I was worried about it a little bit, and I feel like it, she was handled a lot better than than I was expecting. I, I agree. Um, yeah. She was, I mean, she still she, uh, has to be a ruler, you know? And she did a that's, great yeah, job. Yeah, so yeah. That's what I was going to get. That's what I was going to get at. So, like, because in the games, most of the games, she, I'm your mama. She's <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want that. <laughs> like, that's what you get from She's kind of, but just like, kind of you, there was always straight up bimbofication. Like, let's be yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Peach. <laughs> in that universe, it was always like, all right, well, she's the princess. Like, what does that mean? Because really, yeah. she's not a princess. She's a queen. Yeah. In, in actuality. So, like, yeah. in this movie, they established that, like, she in this universe was crowned a ruler over much less capable physical beings. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. So yep, yep. I, I think that's why she couldn't just be. Yeah. Oh, I don't want her to be that. I, no, I do not want to be that. I mean, that's kind of like the peach we got in like old school Mario RPG when like her, her toads are just like, Hey, please just stay in your bedroom where bad things can't yeah, happen. Yeah, to you. And yeah. she just like sneaks out the window. Like, no, I'm going to go beat up some Koopas. Whenever I play a Mario game and I see peach and I rescue her or whatever, I'm just like, this bitch ain't worth it. You know, and, but and, like, well, <laughs> it's like, I guess to, to give her some credit, like even in extended media, peach has always been a little bit of a go getter. Like she's a, I, I mean, just look I at the, the, say, the power comic. I was gonna, I think not they even go back that, and forth a lot. Not even that. It. Like, if this version of Bowser and this version of Peach read the old Super Mario Adventures manga. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. It is um, that, and it's great. Yeah, it, that that's that's this version of Peach. Yeah, and I think it's uh, I think it's well realized. Uh, sorry, I feel like I keep feeding into this. We keep saying we're going to try to move yeah, on. Yeah, we, we, we do have to move on here soon. <laughs> a, a Sonic podcast for the classic month. Everyone's talking Ooh. about it. Everyone's talking about it. And we did we did compare it to Sonic a couple times. You're, you're all Mario fine. is a Sonic character at the end of the day. Sonic is a Nintendo character as far as uh, everyone tries to make him out to be. So it's fine. Man, I don't know. I Sometimes I just kind of wish Sonic the Hedgehog would just get murdered. Oh. Which brings us into our next topic. Segway. How many people good. here have played All right. Murder well, Sonic? I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> Regrettably, I think only... What is that, your Pop fucking catchphrase, Gilly? I think only Nick and Pip Pop have actually... Well, I could talk more if you didn't always talk over me. And Nick and Poop. <laughs> you want to fucking talk, Gilly? Oh, God, I love you guys. Oh, my God. All right, so um, on May... No, May, not May, that's next time. March. It was uh, March, March 31st, 31st. We get this random tweet saying that they've heard our feedback and they're going to change the direction of Sonic over on Sonic Twitter. We had a discussion about last week and we literally said last week, by the time our next episode comes around, we will probably have something to talk about. And we, to be fair, we did safely predict like it's probably both a joke and something that we can actually uh, examine. And that's what it was. Turns out it's murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, a little visual. I was novel just like, why Steam. would you? joke about listening to feedback but like <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just a by great, the way that's a by the way book. how do we how do we talk about this with is this gonna be a spoiler thing no 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 no, no we're, we're not we're not very briefly anything. i just i i want it was big the it. cat because lol funny i uh i i did just really briefly just want to uh see what you thought about it pup and uh then we can we can kind of carry on because i'm going to do my own video on it very very soon here um, a little bit more spoiler. You already know what I think about it. I told you. You want to tell? Oh my God! Oh, well, cut. Do right. you want to tell the class? No, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll share with the class for show and tell. So, um, 
This is my video game, The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. It is published by Sega and was made by the social media team. Um, that was meant to be a child accent, but I feel like it drifted into a few different categories there. Um, I thought The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, okay, wait, fucking, where do we even begin with this thing? Because, like, again, April Fool's thing. I think it's kind of surreal that for an April Fool's prank, they dropped on us a two-hour point-and-click adventure which is as long as Sonic Forces, bear in mind, for free. <laughs> and it's good. Like, really fucking good. The artwork is really bloody good. It's got its own devoted soundtrack, which is actually pretty goddamn solid in places. Is it Dookie um, Dookie Sonic Club? I, I don't care. But, like, um, like, you know, all the characters are here. And, you know, it's been a time in Sonic history lately where there's definitely been, like, Sega kind of investing right, more right, stock right. into... Okay, who are these characters, you know, uh, reinvigorating their importance in this universe? And if Sonic Frontiers kind of did that with, you know, Tails, Knuckles, and Amy, Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog um, seems to do that. And I don't know how much of this is just the social media team have a really good grasp on these characters. How much of this is like, you know, were they working within Sega Mandate to do this? But even so, like, I thought the characterizations across the board... Some of the best they've ever been, you know? Um, and, you know, like, it's a it's a really good little game in its own right. Like, it's it's no replacement for a mainline Sonic game. I'm, I'm seeing people saying, oh, this is better than Frontiers. It's like, I, I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't go that far. But, like, it's still a really solid little visual novel, effectively. Uh, there's this little mini side game thing that you have to do from time to time, which is like a special stage. Um... And that's pretty cool, you know, they do some pretty cool stuff with that. Yeah, on a whole, it's a good little story with good characterization. I like the dynamic of having to interrogate Sonic characters. That's not really something we've ever had before. Uh, yeah, there you go. You wanted a Sonic dating sim. This is the closest you're going to get. It, it's a cute little thing, and I really hope it gets Sonic fans to try other fucking genres of video games. Visual novels are something that I feel like has been popping up more and more recently. I mean, hell, Tron is actually getting a little bit of a comeback as a visual novel yeah, all thing. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, that's gonna fail. I like. It's, it's, well, it's I'm Tron. sorry, but it, of course, it's, it's Tron. It's, it's gonna fail. Everything yeah, Tron fails. it's going to bomb. I adore Tron. Tron Legacy is a good movie. Fuck all of you. Um, but it, that it is gonna bomb. But it is a. Uh, it is. It was cute seeing uh something like that done. You can kind of see just from the artwork and everything, like what the overall tone of it is actually going to be. And I remember some people, uh, some people just hearing it at first glance were just like, "Was this gonna be like a horror game or something?" I'm like, "No, no, not at all. It's gonna be adorable." But um, I I just love when. When uh, we see like a social media group or, or like a a uh, a company does an April Fool's thing, but they actually instead of just like faking you out by saying like, "Oh, here's this thing that we're gonna make," and then surprise, we're not doing that. They're like, "Here's just this this little thing we're just dropping on you, and it's just meant to be silly." Yeah, and um, it was it was a little treat. And I will say this: I was expecting something more along the leagues of like Big's Big Adventure that they did, where it's all like meme humor and stuff. But no, this is all. A fully in-universe, fully in-canon thing, even though they make loads of jokes about whether or not it's canon on, like, the Steam description, so I don't know, but as far as I'm concerned, I see no reason why this shouldn't be canon, but it's a great bit of world-building for Sonic. It shows us a little bit of what birthdays are like, little leisure activities in this universe, and it's, it's something where it's like, I would love more of this, not as, like, a replacement to the mainline games, 
But like, I, I wouldn't necessarily want a fully Christmas themed Sonic game. But at the same time, I feel like this kind of game here would be a good vehicle to show us what does Christmas look like in Sonic's universe? What does yeah. Halloween look like in Sonic's universe? Do seasonal things like this. Um, and like, it's also just kind of cute that it's like, you know, the social media team worked on this and they delivered us a really good little product here. Like, these are the people that you will connect with if you get a response from the Sonic Facebook page effectively, you know? These are the people that made this game, and that's kind of nice to see. It kind of gives you a bit of a, I don't know, close connection with it. And I think that's also partially why there's been such an outpouring of love to this one. It's just, it's kind of like, there's a supreme gratitude when you get a freebie that's of this level, and it's developed by people who are legitimately fans of the character and don't always do, like, the game stuff directly, basically, you know? Yeah, I, I think it goes to show, and it's been showing us time and time again, like, I've seen a lot of heat for the social media team because they had the audacity to make fun of fucking 06. But, like, these are people that just love this franchise, and I I think Sega has hired a lot of talented motherfuckers that can really show how good these characters and these games and these stories can be if they just let them back. off the leash, you know? Like, I really do think they could just keep that going, because there's... There's so much genuine love for, I think, the entire legacy here. Like, I saw hints of the Freedom Fighters, for God's sakes, in, in this thing. Like, there, there's there's just love for, for all of the franchise right here. And it's, it, it, yeah, it really is just a, a labor of love from a small handful of very, very talented people. And, again, it just, like, sorry to be a negative Nancy here, it does make me feel like may, maybe it's time to kind of, Pass the torch a little bit here, Sonic Team. Maybe it's time to hand off to some new, fresh, talented people that are desperate to make good Sonic products. But the fact of the matter is, like, Sega I... is allowing this to happen, and that's that's pretty cool. Mm. And I will say, I do th I do like the the turn that I've been seeing in the social media team, and just how Sonic kind of treats itself. It's like, yeah, the self-referential humor and everything was was funny for a little bit, but eventually the, the Sonic 06 jokes did get stale, and um, it really only perpetuated what was... That's just the thing that just, God, everybody just keeps going back to. Uh, it's the, the next time I see a like a magazine or a, or a website bring up the uh, Elise and Sonic kiss, I'm just going to like... I just want to put that them into a blender because they can't think up a single other thing to bring up about this franchise at this point. But the Sonic uh, social media group perpetuated that, and and they helped solidify the the uh, the public image that Sonic was a joke. There were other factors involved with that as well, but they certainly did not help quell that fire. I think it did though, and it's I, nice I to do. see things. I think having a bit of humility is a, a good fucking thing and having a self-awareness of like what, where, where we are, how we got here. But I think it's also time. I, I do agree with you. And I also think it's also time mm -hmm. to be like, Hey, there's also good stuff from it though. And, you know? and that's, that's my thing is I, I do agree with you, Nick. I think that there was definitely a place for that within reason. I just think that it maybe went on a little too long sure, and sure. Um, it, yeah, it was just a little overdone. Uh, I, that, that's all I mean by, by that. And it's just good to see the positivity. It, it warms my heart. I don't like 06. I love seeing the artwork of Silver and Elise. And oh, yeah, I would, me too. I yeah, know. I, I like seeing like, just do more positive stuff with things, even if we didn't originally like them, uh, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I think we're kind of finally easing into that. And I, 
that's kind of what like that sorry to bring it back to mario but i i kind of hope that's what sonic learns from mario because sorry guys this has literally been the entire franchise's history they always take some notes from the mario franchise they always do yeah and they're going to they say it's going to be paying attention to how well that mario movie does there's no two ways around it and i hope some of the takeaway there is hey maybe we need to quit being so prideful and understand this is a big franchise this has a long legacy and regardless of the you know its place in video game history or media history it's all worth celebrating so let's let's light let's loosen up a little bit let's expand this world let it breathe and let it flourish i think sonic's in a good place and uh I, I think these are more signs that it can continue to grow and, and be even better than what it is. Yeah, I'm feeling nothing but optimistic lately. But yeah. I, it's like there will always be a small bit of concern. I have I have my issues with how uh, Origins Plus still. But even even with that, like there are some things that I was like delightfully surprised to see uh, were still going on, like headcanon and even stealth are still involved with the development of that. That's great. She's nuts. I, and that surprised the hell out of me, yeah. but hey, uh, like you said, uh, humility is a good thing, and I feel like Sega's showing a bit more of that, but I think that they're starting to to place that humility in better places. I agree. I agree completely. And um, I'm really hoping, I because this was like like clearly like an April Fool's joke, but like they like they put their heart and soul in there, and I think April Fool's joke they went hard with. Yeah, but I think like that's the thing about the social media team that I don't think enough people appreciate because they're still bitter that Aaron Weber, who clearly loves Sonic, you know, had the audacity to, to make some dumb jokes here and there. Like, that dude understands Sonic. Like, he understands it back and forth. And, like, he's still working a little bit quieter now in Sega of Japan. But, like, I, I do feel ever since, like, he's gotten... um, He's gotten moved up and uh, Katie's taken his place and everything, I do feel like that side of Sonic's getting more and more involved and I'm very thankful for it. Um, I kind of lost my point there, but my point is like, I think they, they, every single time these guys get a shot at doing anything like project related, they go balls to the wall with it. Just as we found out mania really only happened because Aaron pushed as hard as he did to get that thing out the door. And that's, that's really awesome. And I think that was the same thing. I think, um, Sometimes when there's something you've done that the world is laughing at as well, on the topic of like you know them perpetuating it, because I was listening a little bit while I was on the toilet. Um, <laughs> I think sometimes the best thing you can do when the world is laughing at you is laugh with them, you know. Um, but I do agree that the jokes did go on for a little bit, and I certainly did not like that whole thing of like Sonic Colors. Sonic finally fi- finds its footing in 3D. It's like. Oh, come on, have some self-respect, man, you know? You did that all the way back in Adventure. But, like, um... Yeah, confidence is sexy. Confidence is sexy, Sonic. Um, so, you know, go for it. But, like, um... I don't know, I, I think, um... Yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, hate too much of what the social media team have done. And I think this game uh, is a really good example of, like, another area of Sonic's, you know, stuff, effectively coming into play, getting the spotlight, and doing a really nice job. And, yeah, I, I got a lot of love for the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, is there anything else that we kind of moved on to in this conversation that I could maybe touch upon? I think we kept it pretty vague for, for murder of Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. I, I, you know, like most people here haven't played the game, so. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and, fair enough. Um, and it's like, wait, and and we got to share our thoughts on on like the the social media aspect and and kind of how the brand is uh, lifting itself up and stuff like that. Uh, that being said, I've been on my soapbox enough today. It's starting to rot under my feet. So to hand it over to you guys, uh, y'all went to PAX. Uh, what what are some uh, what were some experiences you had over there? Um, we went to Fogo and it wasn't very good. We had to forego the chow. I feel bad for Jordan though. Like that that, that Oh no! Like so he. That's the place is so I mean, put it this way: I enjoyed it. Like because oh, I, saw, I made the I, rookie I, error. I mean, at the end of the day, it was still still a solid ass meal but like that yeah the well i made messy. a rookie error of eating everything that was offered to me in the first place <laughs> like G gilly was saying oh no you, you gotta you gotta wait as different things come around whether there's like beef yep fucking I'm put gonna, it on the plate beef yep i'm gonna wait, get on I'm the fucking gonna, plate wait to talk about fogo because whenever gilly comes back he is going to it's gonna rampage <laughs> right through that narrative so i'll but also yeah, yeah. like <laughs> Jordan Fringe got all of our bloody meals. Yeah, what an well, absolute king! Yeah, he's he's he really is. He's one of the sweetest dudes I've I've met so far. No, he's a world. super sweet dude. Like oh, it was yeah. an absolute pleasure meeting him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. As far as uh, Pax is concerned, um. Yeah, I had a great time. I uh, if I do it again, I'm definitely going to reconsider how I do it because that was easily the most expensive trip I've taken thus far for any of these uh, conventions or expos or anything like that. I, that was viciously expensive. That's the experience that I had as well. It was just like between the between the price of everything at the convention, between the price of fucking parking everywhere in Boston, like just at the, I got I got absolutely wiped out. Yeah. And I and I actually like I did some streams to earn enough money uh, beforehand. Like I specifically had a budget set aside for this and it still it just was not enough to cover everything because I just was not expecting how much the cost was going to be. And I just sat there in my little blanket for just like I paid for this entirely in free editing commissions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely not going to pay for another person next time around not happening that was way too much fucking yeah. money um and that'll be 600 dollars for your next commission oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> unless um, you yeah. let me pet your dogs for a few days in which case it's all free oh my god oh my god um i will say for for my part i didn't get to spend a lot of time with all the games i, I wanted to the the line for uh the necro dancer sequel was way too long um so I didn't. I didn't get to play like the one thing that oh. I really wanted to play oh, there. Oh wait, 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 wait! They're making is Crypto yeah. the Necrodancer getting a sequel? Yeah, it's, oh, it's, shit. it's 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 a sequel, but it's going to be in the vein of Guitar Hero. It's it's weird. Oh, interesting. It okay. looks it looks cool, and it's the one thing I saw that I was like, I need to get my hands on that, and I I was not able to because the line was too much. But like, I need to put the fan on. It's warm in here. I'll be right back. I uh, for oh. me though. The way the the way the con was structured is there was the video game half that ended at 6 p.m. every day. And then there was the card game half that ended at midnight every day. And I didn't stay till midnight because I wanted to hang out with everybody else each time. But like I spent a lot of time in the card game half just just very fucking pleased. My man paid all that money to come and play cards. And you played all, and well, you didn't pay the money, but you sat down and played Sonic Frontiers, so you know what? I went and played demos around the halls. <laughs> and I did as well, just not as many as I would have liked. It's just, it, 
it's just kind of a I'm the best. Show. Leave me be. As, you know, I'm, I'm the best. I'm there to. I'm the best. Oh my god, there to, to meet people and, and try out their games and everything. And I, I had a pretty good time doing that. Um, I, I I didn't really give a shit about waiting in line for things that are going to be popular anyway. Like Nintendo had a giant booth there of games that are a decade old. Like I'm I'm good. I'm fine on that front. Um, no, but I did meet a lot of uh, really talented and creative people and got to play their games, and I had a really good time with that. I, um, me and Pup played both uh, this game called Autopsy uh, Simulator. Autopsy Simulator. It's kind of like um, Batman Arkham meets Surgeon Simulator. It's <laughs> they do have like horror elements in it. Like there's a there's a narrative surrounding everything that's happening, and yeah, there's a plot. Yeah, and it's. It's gruesomely uh, detailed too. With the the dev, though, he told me that awesome. if you don't want the horror fantasy plot, you can literally just go into a list of autopsies and just do the autopsies. So that's also an option as well if you're not interested in the plot, which I think is a great I accommodation. I was gonna say, like, I, I was like, gonna say, like, if you just want that one part, yeah, I, I don't know how well this game's gonna do, but that's brilliant. Yeah, just actually just turning it off. That's smart. It does have, like, an overarching story. Like, there is, uh, you know, a horror mystery going on. But, like, you are a guy that works in doing autopsies. I don't know what that's called. I think it's a mortician, if I'm not mortician. mistaken. But you, you go in there, you you know, he's like, oh, where did I put my coffee this morning? You go look for the coffee. And then it's like, you'll go in there and, like, you have to slice the guy open. It's like, oh, let's use this tool to uh, examine this vital organ. This and, like, I just... As someone who loves body horror stuff, like, when I was a kid growing up, it's like, I, I'd always ask for Christmas for something brain-related. Like, give me a little squishy brain or something. Um, I remember I had this plaster cast thing of a brain, and you just, like, put the plaster in it, you get a fucking brain out of it, and you paint it. And I had oh, a whale of a time about. with that shit. Yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, literally, never fucking cared about biology in school, but I'd <laughs> buy biology sets when I was young, because it's like, <laughs> organs. Um... So this game is right up my street purely for the reason it's like, hey, playing with organs, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I had a great time with that. I did interview the dev as well. So um, you can expect that soon. I am working on a little PAX documentary. It's got interviews with some of the devs, some of the people on the convention floor. And um, yeah, that'll be coming eventually, as well I as a little short film about pigeons. <laughs> I will say I am insanely jealous uh, that you boys got to got to talk to the folks over at Yacht Club. They are one of my favorite developers, indie or not, and uh, just kind of going into uh, I want to cover Shovel Knight stuff at some point. Um, I really would have liked to have met them, but yeah, did you guys get to uh, chat with them much? I mean, uh, I mean, we. I mean, we, we chatted we'll with one Gilly. of the people. Didn't. Yeah, we'll wait for yeah. Gilly to come back. He's, oh, he's, true, he's true. Yeah. With one of them. Which really folks were your club? Which game did they have on the show floor going on? Probably would have been Mina, but they they were they also had, the developer. They had Shovel Knight Shovel and Mina. Okay, yeah. Um, okay. I don't know if I met them then, did I? You met one you of met them. One of them. You definitely did. Yeah. So. Were they not the ones that had the game with the crazy fat cat for a boss fight? Okay, so it wasn't I mean, there. maybe. I mean, one of them. Wait, wait, you talking about Castle Crushers? Is there a crazy fat cat? Okay, no, I think I've got. I think <laughs> I've got the wrong thing here. My my memory's a bit whapped, but um, no, I just a, devs, I a, devs of Shovel Knight. I wish I had like all the, 
um, all the paper crap that <laughs> I kept running into. I left that that floor like I was surprised like how expensive things were for you in their service because like that's it's not like a standard convention you know where you're just running around like buying stuff off a of show floor like this is like this is a proper expo where people are showing off the things they're working on. But I got a lot like a lot of silly like merch crap like they they were just handing out like angry for yeah. it. I got a foot which is awesome and a little chicken hat for uh, story for... seasons. I think for for me the thing is that like there's a uh, one of the things I do as a as a magic card collector is there's different alternate artworks for certain cards mm-hmm. and it can be hard to find those artworks so what I did is I I went vendor to vendor looking through their entire inventories looking for the specific alternate artworks for stuff for the deck that I'm actually going to be playing tonight when we're done at Sunset City that's I mean <laughs> oh, that's, like that's this. valid I mean I'm thinking about it I did, yeah I, there were like a couple of vendors there and I did end up spending a couple hundred bucks just with random crap i had so much crap i was like oh i, I don't need to bring much with us and i literally had to go buy luggage at a goodwill just just to get all the crap that we got um yeah you i was you there got, for that you got so much crap that i still have your crap in my car i'm not gonna feel guilty about it i got some big ass nerf guns over here <laughs> i don't feel bad about it at all <laughs> this man had so much stuff that he handed me an entire stack of hd dvds he bought that day yeah, it's for no reason I mean, what? Because they're HD. I, what do you mean for no reason? <laughs> you did no. He did not initially buy these and go these off of Wayne. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, no. I was going to my own Nick, collection, but in, I was like, fuck it. Wayne, Wayne deserves in Iceland, his HD DVD thing. I appreciate. In it, Iceland, they I, have I <laughs> an international lava eating contest. We have to go. You have fun, buddy. Um, no, but like, I got, I got a great Sonic backpack. I want to send pictures of it to the fucking back rooms. It's um, it's just movie Sonic in the shape of a of a backpack with these little dangly arms and legs. I posted on Twitter. It is it is ugly in the most beautiful way possible. I adore it. And got these little uh, Ninja Turtle um acrylic uh popsicles, so it's kind of melty and everything like that, which just looks great on a shelf. And um, then a couple of like, I don't know if it's convention exclusive games. Like I'm holding one of them right now, um, at least the, like, like limited run and, and all those guys like they will like run around with like convention exclusive covers for some of their games. So I got Force Unleashed in like this VHS case, which was kind of cool. And then I also How got cute. a Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator. <laughs> That's a title for the Switch. It just looks so insane. I, I just had to I had to grab it, and I I did, and I will I'll either stream it or. Or use it for some kind of guys okay, check I'll, the back rooms i just posted pictures awful. of the iceland international lava eating contest i will when i'm not streaming that's, that's fine um yeah i had a pretty you know good that, time you know that's ai generated right it's gotta be right it it it's it's made with mid journey it's it's ai generated yeah well let's make it a reality <laughs> i assumed it wasn't real like since that idea. would just kill you yeah, yeah. Like I'm looking at Quickly. these people here, and I'm thinking your face has got to be permanently fucked up after that. I mean, yeah. yeah. P- please oh, tell me you sorry. didn't think this was real at first. I, I a part of me did wonder. <laughs> <laughs> please, excuse me, boys. I'll be right back. Of course, I am... uh, Steve, yeah, Stevie's in the chat. Organ trading sim rips. She, there's not a should, game. Should I, I should I put her in timeout? I can't. There's not a game out there that she's not aware of. Like she was. She, yeah, she I don't think it was called that though. Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator. Uh, I'm thinking of a different thing. Yeah. 
No, but there's yeah, there was a lot of cool games out there. Um, Gerard, a completionist. Does anyone remember the game he was helping promote? Because LC, yes, yeah, that was a LC. fun little time. Too. It was LC. Yeah, we all got a chance to to play around with that a little bit. Um, I'm I'm gonna have a lot of fun with that when it comes out because it feels like Shantae and the Pirates Curse just to a T, except it's procedurally generated. So I'm gonna have a lot of fun because I like roguelikes and I love Jante. to so put them together and I'm just me more happy. Of, God damn it! I wish Gilly was here. There's like all these games I want to talk about. Wayne, what's that kind of spiritual su- successor series to Mega Man Zero? Celeste? No, no. What? Mega Man Zero? My brain. Also, Wayne literally just said he was going AFK. Of course, all the Mega Man people are gone. Um. Yeah, but it reminded, it reminded me, me a little of Spark the Electric Jester one in a good way. Well, that's that's got a lot of Sonic and Mega Man in there too. Uh, Gunvolt, yes, thank you, Charles. Just in this area, yeah, it's it's very Gunvolt, like, um, and maybe even a little bit of a Mighty Number no. Nine in there as well. Cause you can like dash through, um, dash through enemies and shit like that. Like it, it's so the parry is very satisfying. Yeah, no, it's, it's a I very love the parry frantic, system in that game. Yeah, it's a very frantic game, very very frantic game. It's really fun. Very um, distinct dot style as well. Yeah, all good shit. I'm trying to think of what other games I tried there. Pup, what was that dog game we played? Do you remember? The Lost Pause. Lost Pause. Beautiful artwork with their um, with their postcards and everything like that. Very rudimentary. I was I was pretty disappointed when I actually sat down and played with it because it looked like. They had all this beautiful art. Everything looks great with it, and I know it's not finished, but like they're they're planning on well, releasing it me, next month. It felt like a shit post, and that made me happy <laughs> because I was just like, okay, I can headbutt this fucking store clerk and then piss on him. That's awesome. <laughs> like I tried to, I tried to rob a gas station, and the police came and beat me up. And I was like, my god, I just saw a dog get beaten up in front of my very eyes. But like. It's in such a simple sort of almost embryonic art style that like it doesn't fucking matter. But um, I-, I had fun with it. I had fun with it from the perspective of like it's a goofy ass game that isn't really necessarily taking itself seriously. And I don't know if it is meant to mirror the artwork or not. But at the same time, I do kind of get what Nick is saying, like for definite. We'll see. But as it is, um, I chatted with the devs. I actually got an email from them the other day as well asking me about, you know, doing a demo and stuff like that so hell yeah fuck it you know yeah did no. you uh did you ever get a chance to play the big con while you were there <laughs> no, I'm not. what's that uh it's it was a adventure game one of the the yacht club dev that we did hang out with um the devs that she was hanging out with were the one of them was the ones who worked on uh the big con um it was an adventure game about like just trying to steal money from random people's pockets, but then also trying to help them with their, with their problems. So like, you'd find this, like you'd find this, like uh father who's trying to comfort his child and you're sitting there trying to resolve his problems to like get his kid to stop crying. But at the same time, you're trying to find a way to like fucking steal his wallet. <laughs> it's, it was a charming little game. I got to play through the demo of it while I was there and got a recording of it. I, uh, I enjoyed it. Got it. Yeah. There is, uh, man, like, this was just a nice appreciation for, like, just how creative games can be. I think I still get too caught up just in Sonic stuff because the job is what it is. And I do love Sonic. I genuinely do, as much as I whine about not doing other stuff. But, like, even, like, the bigger AAA scene is still kind of a mess right now. But, like, going a bit 
further out from there, it just showed me like how expensive the tool set has gotten for people to really get out there with some yeah. wild ideas. And I had a great time seeing all those really flourish there. I'm going to be honest, as much as I'm, as much as I'm enjoying, you know, like the Resident Evil 4 remake right now as just good AAA game, the AAA games industry for the most part to me has kind of been a, a dead prospect for the last few years. The biggest games whereas like, of this year are all remakes. Whereas like, I'm going to be honest, just running around PAX, my appreciation for the indie scene and the fact that all of the all of the games that I loved when I was growing up, the types of games that I enjoyed when I was growing up, those are still being made. They're just being made by smaller devs who have a passion for the same exact kind of games that I did when I was growing up. So like I'm as 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 been out of shape as I can as I can personally be and jaded about how microtransaction heavy and, and bullshit the modern gaming market is. The indie scenes basically got me covered there, and I'm really happy about that. Yeah, um, and that's why I don't really talk shit on on Minecraft or uh, I mean, now it is um, you know, it's grown to the point where Microsoft owns it, or or, or Among Us or anything like that. Where kids will still find those fun fun experiences, and they they don't need to be multi million dollar insane things where we need to excuse no no games should cost this much money. Oh, and also we should have $200 special editions and microtransactions and all the stupid crap I hear all the time about that. It's like, yeah, or, you know, you just go play a, a fun-ass game with a unique art style, and it doesn't need to be that taxing on anything you're playing it on. It can just no, it be just fun. needs It just needs to be a good, a good-ass time. And if the, if, if the devs have a lot of passion... And there's not a fuck ton of corporate oversight making them make silly ass decisions about how they monetize the game. Then you're gonna have a good time. You're gonna have a good fucking time. Yeah. It was. I fucking hate video games. Um, I didn't play the Toxic Avenger game, but I did. Or what's it called? Is it Toxic Avengers? It's just is it Toxic Avengers? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Toxic Avengers. It was not called that. It was it, definitely not called that. It was, I was something. Say, I think that's just the cartoon. Or it could have been the cartoon. I don't know, but like the the that. I mean, they based it off that old Saturday morning new? cartoon nobody talks about anymore. I got the goo from them though. I was really excited about that. Yeah, we we got the ooze. Um, oh, which talks smelled, like Toxic like, Crusaders. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. And I also got a uh, Devolver was there. Devolver had a beautiful booth, as per usual. I'm glad uh, they've yeah, grown. They, I'm they glad they've grown as much as they have. They've had because they had the big Cult of the Lamb theater booth, right? Yes, I got some uh, codes for some PAX exclusive followers. I really need to play that game. I was going to buy the Switch version, I, but I hear that's kind of ugh. no. You you want to play that? So like that game oh, is designed to stream. Like that's that's what that game's built for. You want to play that game on a PC, and you want to play that game while you're live on Twitch or something but because I it's a pretty box. <laughs> then, then just get it both you're already gonna do it anyway you know you are just I fucking got, do it i got weird west because i like oh i missed the green version because they, they came in like multiple colors depending on the character and i was like i like the idea like the name weird west i like wild west themed things when it's you know uh twisted into a, like a weird supernatural kind of a deal and uh then i saw I, I bought it for the ps5 which i don't have yet so that was pretty cool man i really want the international lava eating contest to become a real thing do you think I, I will organize it? I don't think so. Um, I, I will say I as much as I'm happy that Cult of the Lamb is doing well because I, I like Devolver as a developer. I really want 
a Gungeon sequel. I really, really want that. that and I don't think we're going to get that. Is that not happening? Is it? Because we had a we had a mobile game called uh, Exit the Gungeon. I kind of get them all kind of mixed up at this point, like Gungeon. And there all. was a hey guys. Remember, remember Hello Neighbor? No. Yeah, I do. I played it once. Yeah, it was bad. that indie game where they were like, oh, we're going to turn this into a big franchise. They did. It all yeah. fucking sucks. I don't like it, but they they did. What? Wait. I mean, most of oh, the yeah, like most they of were the people more who do content on... on Hello Neighbor don't like it either. Yeah, they were more focused on the whole "oh, let's get a cartoon made" than yeah. actually making a good fucking game. Um, I'm actually I'm I'm gonna look this up real quick and see if see if we actually do have a because uh, I guess technically it would be a third Gungeon game. I'm I have a very hard time counting Exit because Exit's a mobile game. I had a good time being next to the Boston Commons too. Like we had a good time just exploring that area and uh, feeding animals things they probably shouldn't be eating. But what, like lava or, or chips or popcorn? But they still had a good time, and therefore I had a good time. And it was fun watching Gilly emasculate an angry goose by just walking behind it and yelling at it. So we could feed the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, in front of its wife. Yeah. <laughs> well, while that, yeah, while it chased after the two of them. <laughs> and the wife was like, "You don't talk to my bubbly that way. You don't talk to him like that." What is, okay, what is, I am. What's up? I am. I am definitely. Is that bad. a Linda voice? <laughs> Kinda. Accidentally. You don't I mean, talk if... to my blobby that way. <laughs> If any, if any voice of pups ever sounds close to an official voice, that is the accident. The purpose is always going to be a worker. You know, that actually is pretty true. You know what um, I love the most, though, from that trip? Mm. Pizza. Yeah, of course you do. The fucking yeah. New York oh, was dude, probably your sushi. favorite part of the whole trip. I had so much the pizza, sushi. I puked more than once. The sushi was hey, so uh, fucking good. Hey, uh... Nick, you ever seen Invader Zim? Yeah, I love Invader Zim. You know it, it Bloody's Pizza Hog. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking of him like getting home at the end of the night. Just, oh, I ate too much of the pizza. <laughs> that was my life for a little bit there, Wayne. You're not wrong. And as a dude, turns you out, literally just ate and then threw up. Yeah, multiple times. Yeah, I had I was really excited for East Coast pizza. It's been a lifelong dream to properly try New York pizza, and it did not disappoint, man. I had a phenomenal time in Manhattan. I had a great time. Oh, dude. Okay, on the subject of the New York trip. Yeah. What was our first stop? What was our first stop, pup? Our first stop was Joe's Pizza. It yeah. was the pizza place that was used in Spider-Man 2. Now, admittedly, the original location was Bleecker Street, but they did move the business over to Carmine Street, just a little down the road. But still, this is the business that Spider-Man got fired from. This is the business where Mr. Aziz would yell, Go! This was the fucking place where Peter was late. Oh, I, man. I was a little disappointed oh, after you told me after the fact. I was like, wait, we're not... Like, I thought part of the fun was being on, like, like a filming location. No, it, it's the business, not so much the location. But we did see plenty of um, cool shit in there. Like, they got the sign up that says, as seen in Spider-Man. Uh, you've got, you know, the picture of Tobey Maguire on the wall. Like, it's... 
It, it was like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's like the pilgrimage that every Spider-Man fan must at some point make is not only going to New York, but visiting Joe's Pizza, and it was a rite of passage for me. Um, like, that, that, that city is just, like, it's always been, like, this mythical place because so much of what I love has taken place in New York. We got Spider-Man, we got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, we have the smash hit classic from 1998, Godzilla, and I gotta see where he died on the Brooklyn Bridge, really sad. But yeah. But also, I remember when we just were in the car and we turn a corner. It's like, wait, it's, it's the Daily Bugle. It's the fucking Flat Iron Building. Dude, like, what the fuck? Some of those buildings, like, I mean, like, got, got vertigo. Just it looking sneaks up, up it on you. It was so imposing. I was like, oh, oh god. And then we, you turn around when you're at the fucking Flat Iron. You turn around and the Empire State Building's just fucking staring at you. And then they've got that really cool looking mystical fucking building. And we're like, oh, that looks cool. What's in there? Oh, Nick's the like, math building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nick's just like, oh yeah, it's uh, the Museum of Mathematics or something. And you're like, and we're no, just, you're I, like, I'm oh, like, oh man, like, math sucks. I was like. I was like, I expected something way cooler to be in there, and Surus was just like, um, well, technically, this city is built on mathematics, and I'm like, shut the fuck up, nerd. Give me a fucking lunch that money, bro. Kind of, like, was kind come of a on. running joke for the rest of the night. I'm like, I'm fucking man. <laughs> actually, like, this car was actually, built on mathematics. This is built on math. Math is in everything we do. <laughs> Did you know that you do algebra every day without even what? noticing it? Uh, what's like what's to make the foundation? Letters, like a dummy. What's the foundation of this city? Bingo. <laughs> oh God damn it, <laughs> Wayne! <laughs> you know it's bad when Wayne gets in on it. <laughs> Where's everyone going? Bingo. <laughs> Oh man! Actually, Mingo is a game of mathematics as well. We, we probably didn't see as much as we could have seen. We did show up there pretty late at night at during a time of year where there's not going to be a lot of visitors. But I think we're all the better for it. I was really surprised. Like, like not only did we find parking, we didn't have to pay a single dollar for it. And then on it top was of that, super quiet as well. Like, yep. And we used the subway. It was not crowded or anything. And it cost we did. a single dollar for each person. Yep. That's crazy. Out of Grand Central Station, I was like, oh, dude. Oh, God, that place is beautiful. Man, that was so public cool. Public transportation oh, yeah. sure sounds cool. When I got it to was. fucking Grand Central Station, I was like, this is where Spider-Man fought the Scorpion in Spider-Man 1, the movie, the game. And, and like, I... the Chrysler building is just right there as well. I was like, oh, that is where the human spider sat and brooded over the death of Uncle Ben. Oh, Godzilla, I like this whole thing. And then they blew it up in the movie. I'm... I'm honestly with you there, pup. Like, I want to visit Grand Central Station because of that level from from the game, dude. Right? It does. It does not disappoint. I I walked through there. It's just like imagining scorpions just jumping around. This was so. Cool. <laughs> it was huge and it's gorgeous and it's articulate. It's, just, it's beautiful. It's immaculate. I but also, it. when we when we saw the Statue of Liberty, admittedly at a great distance, but when we saw that, and just any normal person would just be like, uh, "Mademoiselle, a gift from France." Whereas I'm just like. That is where three generations of Spider-Man finally came together. It's really cool. And also where you fought Mysterio in Spider-Man 2, the movie, the game. Just what I liked about the Statue of Liberty, just like, I've seen a lot of the country, but there's still not a lot of just like, just statues that big. It's, I don't know, I like seeing, seeing landmarks that are a little bit more out there. Than I just, just I looked at that thing. And I just, I heard Mysterio's voice in my head being like, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses so that I can enslave them all. And I was like, ah, there he is. 
There's my boy. It's Where's the fucking UFOs at? Where are the fucking it. UFOs? Where's the giant brain? For fuck's sake. I didn't... I thought the town would be bigger. I'll be honest. You barely explored it. We just we stayed we, in one particular area. I mean, we were we were south of uh, Central Park. To be fair, I don't think it would. Yeah, we take were mainly that... in like the Chelsea area. It. We saw a lot of things, and we mostly just walked to them. Like everything we listed, we walked to all of it. Well, yeah, it's that's it's, it's a walkable city. That's the point. Those, I'm just I mean, saying, not I, the I, entire I fucking island of Manhattan, but like that, like where the landmarks are, it, it does feel like they just selected one plot of land, which is like, yeah, let's put all the big buildings here, you know? <laughs> like, I just made me realize how crammed together everything is on that island. I saw a great time. It was really cool. Well, that's good. Like, because we were able to do it in just one stop, and like, we didn't miss out on much. Okay, we didn't see Times Square or yeah, Central I, Park. I didn't say this was a negative uh, thing. I was just saying. No, no, you're being a negative. Stop being what? so sad. Sad, Nick. Why do we have him on the show? You sad, Nick. Why? Why? You, you sad, Nick mechanic. Idea. Did we ever sit down and just talk about this? Like, why is there a dog here? Who let the dog in? Who let the dog out? Okay, what about what about <laughs> Gilly, who just... Where are you, Gilly? Where is, yeah, where's the New Yorker? He said he'd have to step aside for a minute. Yeah, that's not a fucking minute, mate. But, like, we it, cannot keep New holding York off minute? on tax. And, and Fogo waiting a for him York. he's just not going to come back no, but I, I have a little joke <laughs> I, ha I have a we funny have little joke if you family. if you play Sonic Adventure 2 without ever visiting the Chow Garden do you Fogo the Chow? he gets one joke and if he, if anybody laughs, at the it, audience haven't heard it, and they need to because it's a really good fucking joke. Yeah, yes, it is, pub. Right. Yes, it is. It is. Yes, thank you. Yes. Hey, you know what else we did? We saw Wayne. We did. Yeah. Oh wait, we did. Yeah. We, yeah, Wayne saw Wayne. I hope you have. I sure hope. Every it time does. he looks in the mirror, he sees nothing I because he's a fucking vampire. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we did see Wayne. We that that was a fun little footnote. <laughs> no, I fucking no. Okay, we were. We saw I was kind of deliriously tired by the time I saw saw Wayne, but I was very happy to be over there and seeing this bitch. I slept in the car for most it of it, so I was okay. You guys, yeah, that was a good time. It was a really good time, and uh, like, we got pizza. More pizza. We baby. had. We had burgers. For some reason, I kept give, getting given like fucking free ice cream and shakes and shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That was a good day. Um, and also, I kept pushing more. Wayne into things and being like, careful, mate, car there. Uh, yeah, it was consistently funny the entire goddamn it time. It fucking was for me. That's what I kept yeah, saying. It was. It's like the kid you that don't would get fucking bullied. count. I was like, why are you letting this kid that's easily bullyable bullying you, Wayne? Punch him in the fucking throat. Because hey, I'm easily bullyable. <laughs> you are that's very easily bullyable, Wallace. It just. I mean, he flinches if you move too fast in front of him. No, to be fair though, I do this with my roommates back home as well. I'm just like, careful, mate, road there. That doesn't. It's a doesn't it's it a British thing. You're not it's a, a British it's thing. It's not a British thing. I think it's a British, it a British thing. thing. I think it's a pup thing. I think it's a pup thing. It's a. I think it's. I think it's. A, I just left college it's, it's, with my boys. It's thing. pup and his close friends, and he thinks that's the entirety of the nationality of Britain because this man does not socialize. I'm gonna, well, I I'm probably socialize like more than you, but breath. But anyways, do you think that? Definitely. 
Mm. I don't know about that. He does go to he does go to his card things all the time. I literally live with people, and <laughs> so do I. Well, that's a new development. No, it's all right. Not. Well, go off. <laughs> Fucking hell! It's. I mean, like, if you guys want to stop just puffing up chest right now, I'm just saying, pup, I want to eat you like a pile of pudding. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> okay, listen. Look, well, man, I'm okay living in your house. Tapioca is the only thing you understand, old man, but don't fucking this, bring it I here. I hate tapioca. This it's so gross. thing I, is not going to fly, I buddy. Like, I really like tapioca pudding. <laughs> I'm not remotely I didn't surprised wipe the last time. to hear that out of your <laughs> Swedish fish eating ass. Wait. I okay, oh, you look, know what? Swedish fish. Look, I don't know look, if I can look. eat anymore. Those things are kind of nasty look, now. Look, <laughs> the evil delic. The evil delic says, "I'm British, and it isn't just pop." There, you wait, fucking. He says it's it not, isn't. Wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. wait those wait, are what, not the words that he said. Though. Bullshit! What pop bullshit are we talking about? What he, happened? He, he, okay, so when I was in, mannerisms um, are just things that they do in Britain. When I was in Virginia, I would sometimes just push Wayne into. I would sometimes just push Wayne into something. I'd be like, careful, mate, lamppost there, and just push him into it. That is a common pastime of the British friendship. I like that you try to treat this like you're an entirely different culture when you're not. Like We maybe, are an entirely just, different culture! Maybe just and unlike you, we're not just a made-up one! Maybe just, like, read I'm, your I'm friend. I'm Italian. And if, you're like, your friend doesn't like being pushed, don't push your fucking friend. You unbelievable Okay, stop idiot. making this so fucking... Stop making this so fucking serious, alright? Wayne was fucking amazingly cool with it. He no, loved it. Wasn't. He hated it. Yeah, he I loved will, it. He I will loved say, it. He I will say, it. I did legitimately get, hate that. I everybody's gotta get Wayne. Everybody's gotta get a little thicker skin. When I was growing up, I got hit in the nuts for fun. The, when yes, you talk same. about your childhood, Gilly, the fact it, that you're I, an idiot doesn't change anything. Gilly, you didn't have friends. You didn't, I'm not revolved. What kind no, of hit me in the nuts? This is you gonna never, be surprising, Gilly. Hit, but I, I gotta say, I am getting homeschooled vibes from this I've, entire friends, fucking thing right now. Friends in the nuts. I'm not it gonna. Just I, I'm gonna be real, Gilly. This might surprise you. No aspect of my life has anything to do with your balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> no, just like I remember. Like I remember. Uh, you you never you never got a tipper. What's a tipper? What are you talking the, about? Wait, wait, when somebody flicks the tip of your dick? Well, no, they they kind of backhand a little a little smack to your dick. Yeah, I. So Gilly, well, they're, they're Gilly what's wrong with by, you people? You walk, I had so, that, and it fucking I have, stung. You, you I have walk by, so you many walk by, You say you walk by someone, you say tipper, and you real quick. It kind of sounds like y'all were just in denial of some yeah, shit. Yeah, this this sounds y'all like, really wanted to touch each other's dicks. I've, this no. sounds like you. Okay, so I, so far, Gilly, between you and Pup, I have so much more context for both of your lives, and yet I have more questions that I don't want answers. I gotta to. say, back when I was uh, back when I was in um, for a school. couple of hours in Manhattan, I better understood Gilly. <laughs> Back when I was in um, middle school, um, there, there, I, I didn't do this, but there was this asshole that did. Sure you did. He would run up to you, act like he's going to punch you, and then when you flinch, he'd be like, two for flinching, and then punch you yeah, in the arm yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. That, that's just yeah. a thing. Or you, or in you schools, thing, you do the people thing do your, stupid shit like you that. Do you do the know? thing where you do the, where you do the okay symbol below the belt? Oh, yeah, 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 and that, then you that hit him. Did. Yeah. That one yeah. we did. And, yeah. and for me, careful, mate, that there was one of those things. Are you a and that fucking was one teenager? I yes. 
I mean, you almost got left out of a bar in Brooklyn, so or not Brooklyn. Boston, I did. So, so <laughs> if you're gonna give me, if wait, you're gonna give me wait, the disadvantages, wait, wait, wait. did they did they think he was a child? Yeah. No, no, it was in no, it was in Boston. Yeah. And Boston. Um, you remember, you remember the... basically, <laughs> the... basically, um, a lot of American places don't accept driving licenses as a form of ID for a person that does not live in the United States. You generally have to bring a passport. I uh, didn't bring my passport. I bought my driving license. Um, anyways, we get to the bar and the bouncer's just like, I'm really sorry, man. It, it's got to be a passport. It can't be anything else. Later on, he decides he's just going to be a super cool dude and be like, listen, mate, just go yeah, ahead. Cat, and don't I, worry I, was about it. Out, I was walking outside to take a phone call as Caddy arrived and he ran into the exact same problem for a second there. Um, but yeah, the bouncer also let him in. It was a, that was a fun. It was day. a cool bouncer. That actually had a great bouncer. pizza there, too. That uh, that karaoke bar had great pizza as well. Nick, your your barometer for pizza is all fucked up. I'm just very thankful because you guys just consistently have better pizza on the East Coast compared to the West Coast. It's not even comparable. Better, better, better ingredients, better pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Papa John's. It's. I mean, oh, Gilly, if you, if you ever visit my neck of the woods, you're just gonna be so mad all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anytime I anytime I stayed in California and I got pizza, it fucking sucked dick. I lived in Vegas for a while when I was like 19 and I bought I exclusively bought Papa John's because I knew that at least Papa John's was consistent. That's and it would taste exactly the same as the Papa John's <laughs> where I lived. Yeah, that's kind of what it is here. It's I can't do that. I need good pizza in my life. So yeah, Nick, any chance can you I tell the class? Can you tell the class that when I'm not being enabled, I'm actually quite a well-behaved guy? No. Why the fuck not? What have because I been behaving for take, then? Because you <laughs> need to take responsibility for yourself. Selective about when you consider yourself being enabled. You grown ass yeah, man. Yeah, every 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 bad thing I've ever done is all your fault. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Jesus. Gilly. I laugh, but I mean it. How do you enjoy Fogo? You know, I keep forgetting. I still need to call corporate. <laughs> but they close at five, so I keep forgetting to do it. Um, it was uh, ter terrible. Uh, I want to be like, I actually, part of me is like, I don't know how Fogo was because I didn't actually get to eat anything. They, the oh, that's how that's how Fogo was, I guess. They they, they serve like half <laughs> the table. Like I would just watch them, like like get up to who was sitting next to me. There's someone between me and Jordan. Um. Anyway, but yeah, they they get up to. It was to Connor. Me. You had Connor between. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Connor, they get up to Connor sometimes, and then they just peace out and I just look at. Where... I I wanted some got of that up, meat. I got up multiple times and complained because I didn't want to be like. I hate, like, if I'm with a group of that many people, like, I don't want to be the complaining guy. But it was it was to the point where I'm like, dude, this is a $90 meal. Fuck off with this. Like, I'm Oh, yeah, hungry. no, if, you, if you're spending yeah. that much money on food, like, hey, listen, listen, being, having worked in, like, food service and, and retail and everything, I'm always on the side of the worker. However, comma, for a $90 <laughs> goddamn meal, I better be getting some impeccable service. And it so, wasn't necessarily like he was putting it all on the servers. It was just a very badly managed day. Then. Right, right. Also, no, that's more on were, the manager. I'll give it that. Said, there were some, 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 some servers, though. So here's, 
Here's the there thing. were some servers that got snippy for no reason. They yeah, he was the one guy was being an asshole. Basically, they brought the same piece. There's they have an array of meats and the cheese and stuff and like things that they bring out. They're supposed to bring to the whole table. And the thing is, if you're there, let's say you're there for an hour, right? For the first half hour, maybe a little more, they're bringing stuff out frequently. Then as as the meal goes on, they don't stop bringing food out, but it slows down a little bit. Sometimes they'll come up to you and ask if there's any cuts that you like wanted more of, right? That makes sense. They stopped serving us about 10 to 15 minutes into the meal. It really and, felt like, yeah, just just let them get filled up first before. Yeah, and they it. they didn't. They brought the cheese out to our side of the table one time. Uh, I had to ask for the cheese three times, and finally they brought out five pieces of cheese for five people. Um, this is they, a big party, by the way. They brought yeah, we had like, like 20, twenty people. people. Yeah, uh, they they brought out um, the same cut of meat three times. Like every- they kept bringing out <laughs> yeah, they kept bringing out the same fucking cut of meat. Uh, and then eventually, I was like, all right, now I'm pissed. I'm gonna go say something. So I said something, and originally I was like. Hey, can I speak to a manager? And uh, this girl was like, "Oh, what's going on?" So then they they bring somebody else over to me, and it was like one of the servers or whatever. So I'm like, you know what? Whatever. If they take care of this, I don't have to speak to a manager. It's fine. Whatever. Um, I aired my grievances. I get back to the table. I said, "Yeah, we we just we're not getting food. We're getting like we, the last. We, bits we, we of would like, like food. Yeah, too. Which was yeah, yeah. And they're like like they gave us like the burnt ends and stuff. And so we. I go back to the table and I see Jordan talking to somebody and I'm like, oh, Jordan's complaining too now. And if Jordan's and complaining, that's a that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. They brought out they brought out a little bit more meat, stopped again. Literally, they brought out like one round of meat, like one or two things, stopped again. I got up complaining and I said, like, Hey, we're not getting anything. Like we're we're trying to get like it's we need food. And Jordan literally was had his chair turned sideways the entire basically the entire meal complaining to somebody because it was the it was the whole time. So I get up one more time and I'm like, all right, this is fucking nuts. I shouldn't have to complain three times. So finally, I'm like, hey, can I just speak to a manager, please? And the girl goes, uh, you can, but he doesn't really speak English. And I was like, I'm going to have a stroke. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, can you just bring me like, a translator then? Like, surely somebody on this staff. Can and speak his language and English. It's insane. That is insane. Like, and I get, like, listen, if he speaks a different language, it's a Brazilian chain. I get it, right? If you're running a restaurant that is a chain restaurant that exists in the United States and most of your clientele speaks English primarily, you need to be able to communicate with your the people going to your restaurant. Yep. You I at least need a line of communication. I, I consider, otherwise, I, it's I not consider, only... I consider a very nope. important part of my job as a manager to be communicating with our with our customer base, not yeah, just like the thing staff. is like not only does it fuck over like the customers, it also fucks over the staff who are not paid to deal with yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It puts them on the front line for no reason. Yeah. Like No, that poor girl, like she's like you could tell like she was trying her best there, like really struggling, but like I don't know. Like it was it was really, really so, bad. So then like it was still going, and and then finally, like I got up again a fourth time because after I sat down and they communicated because I didn't get to speak to a manager, I sat down. It's the same bullshit was going on. I still wasn't get. I got up 
and complained again. I was like, this is insane. Like, I was like, this is, I said, this is an expensive meal. We have a party of 20 people and we're all hungry. Most people, if they aren't hungry, it's because they had a few pieces of meat and they've been sitting so long that it hit their stomach. And that's what was so, crazy was like, it's inconsistent too, right? Like not only are we getting like the same cuts or we're getting bad cuts, we're also not consistently served. So like we have all well, these they people. Also, they, tried to, they tried to blame it on a bunch of people at the table having the little card flip to the red side. But I said to I said to her I was like I was like that may be so but I'll tell you right now this entire meal my card's been set on green and nobody has come to me. I was gonna say too like um, on our end too because we would have different issues um, at the table. Yeah, yeah, because or, each half of our table was a different. Yeah, thing. like we would we would just watch <laughs> we would just watch somebody get served uh, like a cut of meat or something and like the other side never got it or like I said they'd get up to Connor and then just walk right by me and I'd watch this dude <laughs> walk around the rest of the table and then walk across the entire other side of it and then immediately turn around and go to that that uh i don't know what her her role is and then say just say something like, i don't know the one to meet and then she would get snippy and they're like guys he has meat if you want meat you need meat and i was like We're, all of our things are green he just walked by I had to, us i had to shout someone over to get the sausage it's like is it just different over somebody from another table like, do we just need to yell I, I don't, all the time dude it was we to the point the where you, so you you saw Fushi was sitting literally right like she was across from me in one seat to the right. Yeah. So she's right there. Her favorite thing when we went to Fogo last time, she's not even like a huge pork fan, but her favorite thing was the Parmesan crusted pork. That was, yeah, it's real good. That was a, came, that was a thing we could have gotten. Yeah. Yes. They <laughs> came over to they came over finally with the Parmesan pork towards the end of the meal, gave it to me, and walked away. <laughs> from the table <laughs> and then Fushi looks at Fushi's like where did you get the <laughs> and then and then I remember when I, I shouted for the person that was at the other table to get the sausage they came over gave me the sausage and then like 12 seconds later Anthony's watching me eat it and he goes he didn't see me get it he just goes oh so how's the sausage <laughs> 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 I mean, also like here. Let me tell you how bad it was. This was, so, and this is the kind of place where normally the the service is very, very good. It's yes, it's a Brazilian steakhouse, but like it is a, it's an expensive place That's to the eat. Whole thing. Everybody, they're all yeah, they're all. It's all like you can go in fucking ripped jeans. They don't care, but the staff is all in like suits and stuff. It's very like hoity-toity and nice and you know, uh, yeah. classy. You're paying for and, the experience. Yeah, yeah. It's literally the literally the meal is called the experience. Yeah. Um that's awesome. So <laughs> so <laughs> they obviously they take pride in good service, right? No. They took my meal off the bill. So that was already 75 $70 meal plus tax plus you know whatever. Tipping all that, yeah. And they gave me, just me, because I complained 800 times, uh, I, I like a coupon for a free Fogo meal. So for a, a place that's like that to take my food off, take my almost $100 meal off the bill and then also give me a free meal, they fucked up. Yeah, they did give us free desserts too, and I will say those desserts were desserts fucking good. They're oh really yeah, you cooked. mean the? Do you mean do you mean the COVID dessert? Yeah. What? Because we had twenty people and they gave us three different desserts yeah. to pass around the table. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, 
I still oh, tried everything. Man. I still tried everything because it was all super good. So I mean, also like okay, we take, all take made it out. That's nope. <laughs> take it. Take it from me, the guy who actually did enjoy my time there, because I made the fucking rookie yeah, error. Yeah, because Pop did it wrong! <laughs> I, I made a rookie error and was rewarded for it, but um, take it from me, even with the better experience that I had, I would have said that that was worth 30 bucks, that experience. Like, 100%. not 90, 30. That's less than half, so like, yeah, they, they, they done fucked it, but I tell you what, as a fucking meal that was gotten for us by our good friend Jordan Fringe, I had a fucking blast at least, you know? I felt real bad for Jordan. He, he took it personally. Jordan's yeah. a fucking legend, though. What a fucking he, king. He took it personally because he was he was so excited to actually, like... Well, that's his, that's his favorite it. place. Yeah, it's his favorite place. He introduced it to us last time uh, at MAGFest. And, and paid the first and time. Paid the first time, and then paid... Like, he was planning, apparently, he was planning just paying for it again, just out of the kindness of his heart. So it wasn't even out like I feel bad about it. It was also like, well, I was going to do a nice thing for my friends, and now, yeah. Shit. So I apologized to him like three separate times. I was like, I'm sorry if I oh. if I made it seem worse than it was or anything. But like, nah, he's. I enjoyed he's the toothpick we had at the end. That was kind of cool. Got to put a I, toothpick in my teeth dude, like an old American man. It's so it's so funny because for anybody that doesn't know what Pup was talking about. When you go to a place like Fogo, you're supposed to pace yourself and choose what you eat. Well, you're not supposed to get like three pieces of the same meat and stuff because there's so many different options. You're and supposed you gotta to pace try yourself the variety, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if there's something that you're not super crazy about, you'll wait for another piece of meat. Pup just loaded up right when we got there. <laughs> and yeah, they were just like, beef. I was like, yep, what beef, also yep, helped beef, is like yep, you were at lamb, the end of yep, the table. Beef, yep. So Pup got everything because he was at the very end of the table. <laughs> like that was part of this organization was like they not only brought not enough meat for everybody every time they they would i think somebody servers forgot who they actually fed <laughs> it was yeah it was rough I you know. pace yourself you pace yourself at a place like that under the assumption that they are going to continue to feed you yeah that's fair uh but maybe let's let's not eat up too much of our audience's time with all of our eating we didn't uh. have a great time <laughs> But I most mostly had a good time at Boston. Sushi restaurant though. Sushi restaurant's good. Did you tell them the that, we saw the, that we saw the uh, the Mario van? I didn't. I I wasn't with you guys when you saw it, which is a shame because I really you didn't see. Oh it. no! But also <laughs> the Chinese restaurant where we went, where the guy's just like, "I'm fucking drunk." Oh, oh my yeah. god! Holy that was shit. amazing. That was incredible. <laughs> yeah, that was so damn. Because no, that was the thing. Is like was good too. <laughs> yeah, no, the food was Dude, amazing. But like, that, okay, so the waiter sushi place was. Fucking good. Oh yeah. yeah, no, that was perfect. But the waiter at this fucking Chinese restaurant, he seemed a little out of it and stuff like that. And that's okay. You know, we were there very late at night late and everything. Night, big party again. Yeah. But then later on, he just comes out and I can't remember what it exactly it was that he said, but he basically just gives out the plates and he's like, Oh yeah, forgive me if anything's wrong, I'm fucking wasted. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point I was like, fuck it, five star service yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. I fucking you made the whole table laugh. Like whatever mistakes get made can be forgiven. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> do we talk do we talk about uh Gerard's show? No. Oh Gerard's no, show. We didn't oh, talk yeah, about the, the legacy yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. What do you what So do you yeah, doing? like um I went into this thinking it was going to be like a stand-up show, um, especially like you know you start was. you start off with Caddy and he's doing stand-up stuff and it's all hilarious. And then Gerard, the start of his show is very hilarious, but you get to a point as like 
Wait a minute, this is the opposite of comedy. This is really fucking emotional I, right I've here. Seen, I've seen Gerard's show before, and it's basically, he changed it up a little bit this time, but it's like, it's more of like a monologue type yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's, it's a one-man show kind of a thing. Yeah. Like the, yeah. The, oh, like he's, he's one hell about, of a storyteller. Yeah, like, he talked about, like, he, he's, he's a professionally trained actor, and you can tell. And it was a great show. Yeah. It was a great, great show. Um, like you never know how well like a YouTube thing is necessarily going to translate to like stage, but obviously this isn't just like he's doing the completionist. He's doing a completely different thing here. But like, you never know how good of a performer someone who generally does stuff on the internet is going to be in person. Like we've seen it with a lot of YouTubers, like big name ones, like the Paul Brothers and stuff like that. Is like they you know big name influencers, but they can't entertain worth a damn in person. Gerard is a true fucking entertainer like oh, this man 100%. is a storyteller like he absolutely aced it there was not an ear in the fucking house that was disengaged <laughs> it like, got me every time gerard you are the gay <laughs> <laughs> no like that's the just, thing just, though it's like say you're the gay it's okay there are so many great characters in this fucking story that he's doing entirely himself. I was absolutely <laughs> blown away by the sheer level of performance that there was to this show. So, like, hats off. I, fucking I love that, like, immaculate. Like, I, like, we were wondering, like, I think, Gilly, you brought this up before. It was either you or Ant were like, like, you guys had seen it before and you were kind of wondering, like, is he playing up his dad a little bit? And then he shows, like, the video of his dad. Like, no. Nah. Oh, yeah, no. I, yeah, I said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, nah, he nailed it. Like, yep. 100%. <laughs> a guy and let's let's not uh let's not discount uh Caddy as well who like yeah. it very obviously didn't really have a routine really ready to go but still Dude, just all so he needed was that e all he needed was that email. Yeah, and he knew that like <laughs> yeah, Caddy, Caddy was fucking hilarious. Dude, it's just so naturally funny. Like yeah, all he did was really read a couple of emails on stage and it was fucking hysterical. It was incredible. It was quite funny, though, because he read to us, I think, the second email while we were I love, at the apartment. I love that we were there when that actually happened. And that, like, just, like... Yeah. It was, like, watch... It, was, it literally was, like, watching, like, a like a cartoon episode where, where Caddy, like, the whole weekend was just, like, yeah, I'm going to open for Gerard. and could be as long as I want. I don't really know what to do. And, like, he was sitting on the bed in, 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 uh, in Gillian Ant's room. And then, like, his eyes light up as he was looking at his phone. like, oh... Guys, I gotta tell you about this email. <laughs> I can't believe that person emailed him again. And like the night before. Right then. The yeah. night before. Yeah, it was incredible. That was it's, just, it's crazy when it's like, you know, you, you've just had this guy around, he's read this thing out to you, and then you see him and he's on stage, and he's doing the same thing. He's like, ah, I remember that. We we were there for that. And That's love, awesome. Love, and uh, that. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that couple got engaged. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. That was adorable. That was absolutely adorable. Um, also, Gilly and I singing City Escape at the top of our hearts during the uh, <laughs> intermission. That was a good. That was a good fucking. Week. Oh, I was fucked, dude. I was shit faced. <laughs> I wasn't. I was. So I, I just saw you, you, you were singing Dirty along Diana in the karaoke bar, though. Oh, dude. Well, that was a different night. Yeah, I know. I I was, that, was that. that was a different shit. I just Gilly. remember when you were shit faced. That's all I'm saying. It's just I was, Gilly well, over I was... here. If I don't hit any of these notes, I'm fucking wasted. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, 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 like, hats off to you, man. Fucking, well, you did an incredible job with Dirty Diana. It's genuinely harder for me to sing when I'm drinking. So, <laughs> and, uh, but hats off to you. Hats off but, to uh, Cirrus, too. Sorry, go ahead, Gilly. I, uh, oh, no, yeah, I was, hell yeah, I, yes, sir. I was, I was gonna say, uh, no, that night what, at Gerard's show, that was definitely the most drunk, but it was the most short lived drunk. I got really, 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 really drunk 
for a short period of time. Yeah, because, because you couldn't eat that night. Like you were like, I did, fuck I it, didn't no eat. Tea, and then, I'm gonna I get had drunk. vodka. I had vodka for dinner. Yeah, yeah, I, you were saying that. Dinner basically dinner plans got fucked up. I got angry and I needed to give myself a timeout, so I went back to the hotel room while they were all running around Boston looking for food. And I took five shots to the face in 15 minutes. I had, and a, then took, and then took an Uber to the show. I had shitty pizza and had a great time because shitty had, pizza. And and no, like, that was the thing. Is we, I, literally, I literally abandoned you to get Chinese at a store. <laughs> we first rocked up at this um, this restaurant and stuff. And to be honest, I don't think they would have been anywhere near as bad as say like Fogo in terms of service. But like, it was one of those things where we needed to be on the move quite quickly. And it's like they hadn't even got menus out to us, and we've been sat there for like around about 40 minutes. Or something like that. So it's like, okay, we decided maybe this isn't the best idea. But like before this, Nick was like, no, no, I think I'm going to go get pizza. I was like, fine, get your fucking pizza. In the end, I rock up to the pizza restaurant with um, She Says and uh, Zeon. And we would just sit down and just eat pizza and chat. It was a nice little moment. I just remember that when I was uh, drunk at the show, I slapped slapped a stranger. (laughs) What? (laughs) Because I hit the, the guy that proposed to his girlfriend. I, oh yeah, you slapped him on the ass, didn't you? Well, uh, no, the not side, the ass. The like on, like, uh, like his, like his, like, uh, what's it called? I his, his chichos, his uh, his uh, his, his, his flanks, oh, his, love his flanks, handles, his love handles. I, I, yeah, I went into the bathroom and he's and I had to pee and I was he. I saw him at the sink washing his hands and I'm I'm fucking wasted, so I'm not even <laughs> thinking. And I went and I, <laughs> it was right after he got like ten minutes after he got engaged, and I I I like just. What I think was a tap, in his love handles I was like, "Hey, congrats!" And then I went up to the, I went up and like started peeing at the urinal. And in my head, I was like, "Oh, that wasn't a tap. I, I slapped him in his fucking." <laughs> I was like, "I just, I just slapped a stranger in his love hand." <laughs> also, at the um, at the end of the show, Caddy was giving out like British candies and stuff, like the rest uh, to like the yeah. American people. But I, I just walk over and I'm like. So what is this um what is this fudge over here? Can can I try that? And then he starts talking back in an American accent as well. He's like, I've never heard of that fudge. And uh yeah, I took a little British chocolate. Fuck you all, okay? No one else was having it, so fuck you. Alright. Gentlemen, I think yeah. that, that wraps up all of our conversation topics for the day. Should we uh get our super chats done? What a shitty fucking Probably show. should, yeah. We uh <laughs> Man, we, People paid ninety dollars for this podcast. Yeah, we've been going. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's go around the table and share share our COVID. Okay, so uh, the first super chat we have here is from Sonic Fan sixteen sixty one, who sends two bucks and says, "Pop, stop eating the Ethernet cables." Okay, my bad. Um, I do want to put out there <laughs> that I think I am getting a reputation for scuffed streams. I want to say. Every stream that's come out that hasn't been scuffed as well is also my doing. So fuck you all, except this one. Don't, um, don't, don't let that that one idiot comment just live in your head rent free. No, no. Oh. Anyways, um, Nick, you're up with our favorite Omega male. Omega, Mister Salty, Burker. with two ninety nine and Burger. Ah, Linda. Thank you, you Mister Salty. Two ninety nine. Gills, you are up with our pal Jamal. Or Jim Jamal, Sal Pal Jamal, two two dollars. Happy beat theory, guys. Milk bro forever. Nick X Sally. <laughs> Thanks, Jamal. <laughs> Burger. Jesus Christ. 
Ozjam H. Thank you very much for the five dollars. <laughs> hey, Paisanos, I'm here for the Super Sunset City Foible Super Show. And hey, I, Paisanos! Hey, Paisanos! And I ready to eat gamer pasta power and stomp and Koopas. Koopas. Swing your arms from side to side. Slide and slap the merry man on the love handles. <laughs> now I know what a meatball feels like. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Congratulations. That's Luigi to you, Mario. <laughs> if you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mario. This here is the male penis and testicles. <laughs> Wayne. Uh, uh, we got a uh, Ozjam H with two dollars. SPDs. What? Hey, have you never seen? <laughs> have you never hey. seen the Mario Sex Education video? <laughs> No. Hey, pesky plumbers. The hey. Last of Us or pesky plumbers? The hell is that? That's Tony, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. And the answer is Tony Hawk's Pro oh, Skater Two. The answer I, is, I, is I love I love that video. That's from. What's that from? It's so it was, uh they were they were asking Chris Pratt uh what the best video game of all time was and he and they were like some people have said it's The Last of Us Two and he's like just dead silence and then as soon as they go. What about Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Oh yeah. So Chris that. Pratt is such a fake gamer. I love it. Like there's a point where like he was asked about Luigi's Mansion. Like, yeah, Luigi's Mansion. That was a game on the GameCube. It's like, well done. Well, you bless got his it. Heart. Bless his heart for trying. Got it in one, buddy. Koopas. 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 I spent hours stomping on uh Koopas. 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 Is, oh, it's me, right? Yes, it okay. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see where we are. Uh, Burger HD. Uh, Nike sends uh, five euros. Says, hey, everyone. I just want to say that I unironically came up with something similar to bee theory a few years ago, only with fairies instead of bees, lol. Well, that's shit. No bees, <laughs> no fucking theory. But thank you for the five euros. Very God damn theory. it. That's brilliant. Burger. Be fairy, burger. All right, Kaz, fifty dollars. Holy cow! Jane, so much. Uh, my gift to some of my favorite (laughs) Sonic fans. Love y'all. Well, we love you too, Kaz. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kaz. All right, um, Gil, you are up with Sonic fan one six six one with five dollars. I wish more people and. Actually, Sega had way more faith in Sonic's story potential as more than a tool to occupy kids. Imagine how far it can go. You just saw some kittens. I think I agree with that sentiment on many levels. And that's why I appreciate a murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, because there's a lot of folks on the staff already that probably also agree. Recognize the potential. It compels the burger. Burger. My God. And the burger. <sighs> burger. Nick. What? Burger. Hi, sir. You're up. <laughs> Black Yakuza ninety four. Thank you for the ten dollars. Never thought I'd ever see another war. <laughs> Is that a bomb? <laughs> 
Just get through it. Just get through with the growly burger. Fuck, fuck the pain away. Let's go. That's what you sound like on the toilet. Just not the, not the difference. <laughs> Peter. Peter. Oh, Bobby. Bobby. Don't talk to my Bobby that way, Teddy, or else I won't give you another boy gift. <laughs> you know, come on, come on, come on, sir. Come on, read, read the fucking book. Uh, do you think people are gonna? Uh, do you think people are gonna stop listening once they figure out we're not funny? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Funny is not something you figure no, out. Wayne, it's a way of life. It's a symbol. I like that burger like just started me. turning into the fucking clickers. Good job, everybody. <laughs> Anyways, uh, sirs, read the black, fucking super chat, man. Black you cute. I mean, I've been trying. <laughs> I just, I just learned to give up. <laughs> Black Yakuza 94, thank you for the $10. Never thought I would ever, never would I ever thought I'd see another war between Mario and Sonic in the modern day. It's kind of surreal to see as someone who was too young for the 90s console war, born in 93. I I don't, I don't think you were too young for that then. Yeah. At the end no, of the you, day, no, humanity is an intrinsically you tribal were. species. We will be yeah. tribal about these things. I, I was happen. I was born in ninety four and I missed pretty much all that. Oh, uh, it was, it was I I was born I was born in eighty nine and I just made the cut. Was, I've been in a coma for most of my life and I already witnessed the wars. I uh I had a pretty good time with both of them, but uh yeah, it was it was pretty vicious. It was pretty rad. It was awesome. And I'm I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. Let's let's see a little bit. It's a little more friendly these days, obviously, but it's fun to see a little bit of a fire back under the Sonic franchise. Get that confidence. Go on. Never notice how push the when you look bit. closely at a pop filter, there's like this weird optical illusion where everything's like bigger circles than it actually is. Yeah, it's kind of cool. This is my first ever pop filter, by the way. <laughs> Wayne, wait, he's not ready. I, I, I don't want to be here all day. Let's, let's, let's do this. Sonic fan, 1661 with $2. Does Bonus. Sonic... <laughs> Does Sonic is owned by Sega? Question, that is. Does Sonic is owned by Sega? Does Bruno Mars is gay? Bruno Mars is gay is the biggest story of 2014. The rumor come out. Does Sonic is owned by Sega? Yeah. I'm going to say yeah. All right. Oh, it's me. The Super Guy 55 sends four ninety nine. Mario isn't just references. Builds a world out of game elements, cultures, and places are unique. Sonic is just the real world with some Sonic stuff on top. Well, we have that entire discussion already. But yeah, thank well, you, you can't that. exactly blame a guy when he probably posted that at the time. No, I know. Like, I, I, it's more for us than than them. That's what I'm saying. Because sometimes I'm gonna we take like poopies to just, all over your face. cycle all over that shit again. Um, all right, Ozjam H with four ninety nine. Thank you. All right, to play to Wayne's wonderful world. Do you gamers expect other Nintendo franchises to have the movie treatment or not? All depends on how much yes. this makes. But I'm gonna say it will you? make a billion. I guarantee it. Metroid. They're not gonna make gonna... a fucking Metroid movie. Yeah, I mean Met Metroid. If they look, it's gonna be Zelda. 
if they, it's gonna, it's gonna be Zelda, but also Metroid. They Look, make movies if, for normal people, Wayne, not fucking nerds. If Guardians of the Galaxy. I really hope they don't do Zelda. If they if they could do Guardians of the Galaxy eventually with Marvel, I I can see them doing Metroid eventually. Imagine I they also, make Metroid a comedy, like I it's a comedy want, movie. I don't want to. I want to. I don't want a Zelda movie. I wouldn't mind a show. If it was I'm here back, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't fit Zelda into a <laughs> like a game of like a Game of like Thrones. That. <laughs> I mean, like a little, a little bit tamer, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be against that, man. It better have fucking nudity in it and incest. Hell yeah. Just, oh no, we're just gonna sit in that for a bit. Um, whose turn is it? Gil. Sonic fan one six six one zero dollars. More slice of life in Sonic's world. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah brother. <laughs> Oh, dude, Gil, when, I, when I arrived in Nick's hometown of undisclosed name, um, I ordered an Uber Eats. I ordered myself a dinner, and um, the driver rocks up and goes, Hey, brother. And I was like, Oh my God, there it is. There it is in the real world. That's awesome. Hey, brother. That made me so happy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you kind of just started doing that. But no, it was Connor. Brother. It was Connor, and then it started catching on. Yeah, like that was just, I like that was just the thing for for Pax. It was just Connor's just, brother. <laughs> for no rhyme or reason. No, but Connor's been saying that for a long time. I also believe that. I also believe that. <laughs> God, that guy's fucking hilarious. Turn back. Oh, All right, sir. Then you are. Uh, You're up. Sonic fan sixteen sixty one. Thank you for the five dollars. I think rather than pass the torch entirely, just let Sonic Team actually show their full potential and not limit them via funds and resources. Ah, make it happen. I'm 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 sorry. At at a certain point, I think that blame is both with Sonic Team and Sega. I'm 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 done passing that torch back and forth. I'm just going to let them both take that L. I'm, uh, you know, again, like I'm more positive than not with the future of the franchise, but I'm still very much wait and see. And uh, yeah, I think th I think we're in for a good year with the updates and then going forward. Uh, yeah, because uh, I still think I still think we, we might need to point our fingers at like consistent leadership here if, if we have any problems. I don't I don't think it's I, I personally don't know if it's like not letting them fully be what they want to be. I still see a lot of things. I'm like, we're not sure what we want to be. Let's hope we... I mean, you remember what I said when I was walking into Target, the Sonic fan thing of, oh no, Dimps did a really bad job. Hope the next developer will do better. Oh no, <laughs> the, the big better. red button did a really bad job. Hope the next developer will be better. Oh no, Sonic Team did a bad job. Hope the next... Oh, Stealth really fucked up this. Hope the next one... Blind Squirrel did a really bad job. It's like, how long until we're just going to say Sega's the problem? Yeah. Well, yeah. The second was, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, with Big Red Button and, like, Sonic Boom, that, that, was, that was Sega. Oh, man, Senzaru Games did hey, so I, I think like, taking, taking all, everything we know about that situation, Big Red Button can be held accountable for very little. I think if it's a you, miracle they got a game out at all. Yeah. If you, okay, let's say that, that they fucked up with Mario, right? Would you blame the department that worked on the game at Nintendo, if, or would you if blame Nintendo, Nintendo? If Nintendo handled things the the way that uh, that Sega did with Sonic Boom, I would I would blame the the higher ups. That's what I mean. I, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, yeah, I yeah. mean, listen, you You're know me, gonna... like Takeshi Azuka is my parasocial best friend, but um, 
take the L, he was very much the villain of a lot of the Sonic Boom saga. He's been he's been in charge for a very long time, guys. Let's, he's a bit yeah, of a naughty let's, boy let's sometimes. He's, he's being he's being held back by anything. I'm so tired of Azuka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so tired of Azuka. <laughs> I was really proud of uh I was really proud of uh Ant. <laughs> what do we add about like? No, so I I think Izuka is the nicest man in the world, a really good he's, kisser okay. as well. I just, I, I think, you know, like I don't, I don't even know. If he, he's taken some L's in his time. He's taken some, but like we got dinner, you know. He paid for the meatballs, you know. I, I can't fucking hate him, you know. It's just at some point you like you have to understand like if if there was bad leadership or there was bad development or something like at, at some point you have to ask yourself, yeah, but like what? Who says it's okay to put this on a shelf? Because regardless well, yeah, of how long at, we wait at the, for Metroid at the same Prime, time. for instance, like mm. we don't have it right now because Nintendo saw whatever was being made and saying, this is not good enough. So, yeah, no, absolutely. At the same time, though, you got to admit, Mr. Beast makes a good burger. But anyways, I've, I've the heard next... the Mr. Beast burger kind of sucks, actually. It's not bad. We, no, we had it. Tried. It's not it's bad. Pretty good. It's, not, it's not anything. It, it's okay. It's not, it's, but it's not a, it's, it doesn't exist. Somebody it's not a burger. It's, it, it's not a burger. It's not a burger we, place. We it's a have places we have that are, no, that are licensed. Yeah, we have to, no choice so but so to move on there, to the next. So there's no chat. way there's any consistency. We have I to move know. on to the I'm, next. I'm curious. Chat. I'd like to try it in another in another town. See if we get some. Nick, I, Nick, I know. Oh, I know. Really? I know personally somebody that oh, we have to move on to the next super chat. We do. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Who's up? Cricket. <laughs> I I mean I'm I'm not entirely sure. Wayne, I'll just go ahead and take Wayne, this one. Go go Wayne. Yeah. Go. Uh, Sonic fan 1661 two dollars. Uh, Nick wants pups pudding. Hopefully it's chocolate. <laughs> Jokes on you. I didn't wipe. This boy's this boy's <laughs> definitely a butterscotch. Absolutely. Guys, what are your pudding flavors? Chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> I guess Although I do like strawberry. Gilly, I feel like at this point, if I didn't say tapioca, someone yeah. would just call me out. Yeah. yeah, tapioca. Wayne, you love Swedish fish. Shut the fuck up. I don't. I told you I don't like them anymore. You know what? No, I, you love I, them. I, I, They're your those, favorite. I'm one of those jello pudding ones, which is like chocolate, vanilla, and then chocolate. That's kind of like you know how people see. Oh, me. here, here you go. <laughs> skin, skin or no skin. Ooh, no, no, skin. no, no. Skin. Oh, I love, I love. No, skin. but I tell you what, Wayne, like. You are such a Swedish fish guy, you know, if you get me. Like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I look at you and I'm like, there is a guy that loves Swedish fish. I tried I don't Swedish like fish. I like them, though. They're nasty. You love them. You He's, love them. I tried them I for the very it, first I time. I think, Pup, you literally gaslit yourself and every, well, and uh, me as well. Just like, oh, yeah, Wayne loves Swedish fish. I got to buy him some Swedish fish. Yeah, he loves them. No. But, anyways. Um, <laughs> Well, you know he who does. Them. You know who does. Anthony. Anthony loves his Swedish fucking fish. But um, anyways, um, I bought some Swedish fish. I tried them for the first time. I'm gonna review them right now. I feel like they make the promise of flavor when you first bite into them. They make the promise of this delicious cherry flavor, but they don't quite follow up. That's like Twizzlers. And th yeah, Twizzlers. And that's the disappointing reality. Is like. It's where you realize that dreams are one thing, reality is another, and oftentimes. 
the reality version of a dream. A dream come true will never be as convenient as the original. What are we doing? Can we please get to the next super chat? I had a dream two nights ago where I made a bunch of new friends and we all went to space. You're going to meet new friends by the end of this, damn it. No, I really want that dream to come true because not only did I have new friends, you guys were there. We went to fucking space, guys. And, and like, I know, pup, I was there. You don't understand! <laughs> I miss the friends that I made on that expedition. I miss the friends I made in that dream. What is this ADHD you know? as garbage? What is happening? I I had such a good time, and they were like, here's the thing. We were supposed to go to VidCon London in this dream. And we were we were looking at flights and tickets. Just wanna wrap up. Pop. There we go. The Stop. only I just wanna leave was to go to Brussels first. But fortunately one of our friends this was kind of rich funny. and they paid for a virgin galactic right. flight for us and Thank you. All right. <laughs> there we go. All right. the, you know that the you know that the viewers can still hear him, right? No, they can't. No, yes. Oh nope, they can't. It's Nick is hosting. You're right. Uh, hey, right. You're right. You probably look back on. He's in my house. He has means. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, where are we? I don't. I, I, we we had our pitting thing. Pup and and Pup, you're on. Yep, I'm up with uh, not Arco Polo. Okay, right so back on track. not Arco Polo sends five bucks. Hey, boys, just wanted to pop by and say hello. Hope you're all having a good day. Thanks for making entertaining content for all of us. Much love. Thank you, not Arco Polo, for your generosity and your kindness. I hope. I really hope you like my space story. You're done. Um, you're done. Awesome <laughs> for two dollars. The rumor comes out. Dick. Burger. Does Channel Pup is not. <laughs> I love when the rumors get it right. <laughs> right. Alex Spark with two dollars. Chris Pratt as Link in Zelda movie, only if he does the same voice he did for Mario. Exactly. I'll do you one better. James Corden as I'm, Link. I'm from Brooklyn, I think. That's that's his fucking that's his accent. Mushroom I'm Mario. Kingdom. It's me, Mario. <laughs> it's a me. It's me, Mario. <laughs> Anyways, um, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I know we gotta, I know we gotta move on, but I do have to say one more thing. Yeah. The amount of times that they did sl that he said "Mamma Mia" and the amount of times that they did slow mo, like like he's getting blown away or something, and he's they did that slow mo shot like eight times. They did. At, at least they let him have it, unlike the X Men movies letting Wolverine say "bub." Cyrus, <laughs> you are up with Xavier Fartin. Xavier Fortin, thank you for the $2.79, but they're Canadian, so it's not really that much money. Just what Let's the Legend say. of Zelda needed, sex position. You are not the person that complains about Super <laughs> Chat money. That is me and Gilly's job. Cyrus, you're supposed to be the voice of reason. Yeah, yeah, and I think a reasonable thing to do would be to shut the fuck up. Damn. Damn, that was kind of fire, but it was completely unjustified. Um, anyways, yeah, that that was rude, Cyrus. Like, I, like, I do wow. not... Pop Jesus, Cyrus, man. 110% one, and deserved. Wallace, you yeah. are up with our boy. Uh, cool, we got uh, Blacky Kuzu, 94 with $10. 
Might be a bit early, but from what I can tell, Mario's movie is more consistent but kind of unremarkable, while Sonic's movies have higher highs but very low lows, you know, just like the games, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, I kind of agree with I that. I do kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said myself, like, I feel like... I don't um, think I got higher highs from Sonic's movie. The Mario movie uh, is uh, more consistent. The Mario movie is more consistent and it's very satisfying. The Sonic movies can be a little hit and miss in places. Like, there's nothing as bad as like the Rachel you know scene you in know Mario. The, the Mario movie was like a really good home cooked meal, and the Sonic movie was like when we were at Fogo. And every once in a while, I got a really good piece of meat, <laughs> but then I but then I left the restaurant hungry. Fair. I um. I still prefer the Sonic movies. Fuck it. But, no, um, Gilly, anyways. you're wrong for having an opinion. <laughs> yeah, Gilroy. Anyways, um, Burger, who's up? Is it me? Um, is it me? Yes, it is me. Elect Spark sends $2. Pop feeds, <laughs> feeds Wayne Swedish fish in his basement. <laughs> in Wayne's basement? Oh, man. Okay, you know what? You know what? It, it, so somebody was... Uh, do, you, do you remember the uh, the artwork you did, Nick, for the, the Cat Icarus uh, Spyro video? Yeah. Somebody thought that was Trav. That you were putting the costume <laughs> on. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, fuck off. <laughs> oh, good shit. I, like, By the I, way, I Wayne, I'm like, going I gotta, to... Um, I gotta tell Trav about that. <laughs> Wayne, I want you to know, I know your fucking address. I'm gonna send you a crate of Swedish fish. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a video of me just slowly burning all of them. So are you saying That's is like the next, the next video we're gonna do exclusively for the channel is Wayne eating Swedish fish? No. Wayne burns Swedish fish. <laughs> no. We should make Wayne a Swedish fish bagel. When you say time. burning them, do you mean after exercise? You know like, as in, like, you're going to exercise after eating them and no. burn them off? Is you that what you mean? You know what's better than Swedish fish? You. Uh, Trader Joe's has Scandinavian swimmers. But who did he betray? <laughs> that just sounds like Joe's. sperm, Scandinavian people. But it, they're, like, multiple flavors. They're adorable. Yeah. Trader Joe's got a lot Let of... That sounds... That sounds like a fancy word for sperm. I'm just I'm saying. I want, I want Boston Market. I'm hungry. Hey, ooh, they have a sour version? Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sonic um, Fan, 1661 with $2. Burger. And this Better is our backers. last super chat for the day. Oh, no. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Cut off. Jesus Christ, the chaos. I am 100% here for it. I wish all of the hosts were as well. I'm sorry. Some of us want to carry on with our lives, but thank you, Sonic Fan uh, 1661. All right, guys. We really do need to do another after show at some point. I'm just going to put that out there. I try to. Guess. Maybe we can on an episode month. that doesn't take three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I told you that was a lot of subjects for one episode, didn't I? And you don't get to talk after your own derailments. You don't get to. You do not get to. I get to. I. I am the talkingest talker through. of the. We legitimately we got through the subjects exactly the, the amount of time I thought we would. I'll yeah. be honest with you. So where's I do the think it's funny. I do think it's funny that we have a point in each episode where we go, okay, everybody stop sending us money now. <laughs> we don't want any more money. <laughs> I have to Nick. go eat food. <laughs> Nick, have you got the skeleton up? I don't have the skeleton. We tried to get that working last time and it just uh, this didn't work. Is out. why only I should host the show. We have a consistent and yet, stream, and yet we managed, and yet we managed the skeleton when I host it. Funny that, pup. Yeah, it's almost like Nick sucks. <laughs> oh it's almost like this is still an audio show or something. I don't know. 
Um, me sorry, me not speak very good English. Pop, so. what are you up You're to not days? the manager. Blue streak walks by. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go. A, a brisk pace. You gotta go. Just gotta go. <laughs> Just gotta go. It's time to play. Channel Pop, what are you working on right gotta now? Gotta go eventually. You gotta go. Just gotta go. <laughs> God to go blast. Sorry for happen. <laughs> <laughs> what you working out, pup? You're to just the right amount of speed. Um, I am currently um, well, um, I uh, well, uh, for starters, we've got the review of the Mario movie and Murder on the Sonic Express up. But also, I am continuing my Spider-Man retrospective series, continuing with Spider-Man 3. Gilly's not going to watch that before, before he says anything. Um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider um, but yeah, look forward to it. It's going to be really good. All right. Um, Gilly. I don't know. I'm working on a Dragon Ball thing. It'll be out sometime. I'm excited for that. That sounds red. Uh, oh man, you didn't do the NES game? What? The NES game? No. Okay. Which one? Uh, there was, I forget what it was called. It was like Dragon Power. Oh, you mean Dragon Power? No. Yeah. But there was a bunch of them for the Famicom. Yeah, there's a whole but... bunch. It's obnoxious, actually. There's too many of them. Cirrus! Hi. What are you doing? What are you Not doing? Absolutely <laughs> fucking nothing. Great. You what like you that? fucking That's doing? your turn. That's your turn used. Wayne, what are you doing? Digimon Rumble Arena. Hoping to have that video out within, within the next week. Oh boy. Um, and yeah. Wayne, we've got to do a freestyle rap battle. Aki Dave said so. Uh, no. I just finished up my uh, Mario movie script last night. We're going to get that recorded a little bit later today. And uh, then I'll get the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog sorted out. Sorry, I wanted it up later earlier this week, but taxes. Um, but yeah, those will be out for me very soon. But yeah, if you guys want to keep hanging out with us or you want to be more supportive to our insane little uh, show we do here, we do now have a Patreon. We do have a Discord uh, access through that stuff. And then we do hang out on occasion in an after show. We're, we're going to get it sorted out. We're still, uh, as you can tell, sorting our entire lives out. But yeah. Yeah. Yo, what's up? Yeah. Wayne is awesome. He deserves respect. 